Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> Rise and shine, Google's go time. On a Wednesday morning, hump day, stump day. You know that around these parts. So does Get Smart John. That's coming up a little over an hour as we kind of breeze our way through a midday morning, midweek morning, I should say. Be kind of hard to have a mid midday morning, wouldn't it? Uh, good morning, E.T. How you doing in there? I'm good, Jeffrey. How you doing? I, I'm seeing your hat brand all over the place. I'm going to tell you that. It's all, well, not yours, but your favorite. Yeah, Oh, the Five. Yeah, I saw, oh, yeah, saw he, a couple this weekend. The, the boys uh, toting him around. So. Yeah, he got a city by Choco. Yeah, well, uh, good for him. Let's hope he has some sort of like you know celebratory jaguar uh, look as we head into the postseason. Um, hopefully, right? It's all. Some odd scenarios in the way things sit and what could happen. Like, it feels strange to me that the Bills could beat the Dolphins this weekend, win the division, and be the two seed. Or they could lose and miss the playoffs. This is wild. Huh? This is yeah, we had, we had talked about just, how, right, the chaos. They use that chaos, you know, more often for the college football playoff rankings. But the NFL postseason rankings that, thankfully, the teams themselves decide. You hear me, Florida State? Um, uh, thankfully... This chaos is at least controlled by them, but controlled chaos nonetheless. The Buffalo Bills, if they beat the Dolphins this weekend, win the division and are the top, uh, the number two seed in the AFC. And if they lose, they would likely be out of the postseason entirely, depending on what Pittsburgh and Jacksonville do. And so there are, uh, I, I'm nervous about our, our game. I, did you see Mike Vrabel meet the media yesterday? No, what are you yeah, talking if there about? was any, if there was any, um, you know, concern about just where the, you know, where the focus was, if they were, um, you know, eh, if they were just playing out the string and trying to get get out of here, you know, maybe the players do. The players are always in lockstep with what their coaches are saying, but Vrabel made it pretty clear yesterday in his Tuesday press conference about the season finale against the Jaguars. Quote, it sucks to lose it bleeping without the bleep sucks losing. So he's, you know, he's in it to win it uh, coming up this weekend. Who knows what the Titans are going to look like exactly. Jeffrey Simmons, their best player. uh, Is likely going to miss the game. Um. Which, look, uh, great. Get that big defensive lineman out there. Can you take Derrick Henry with you? It'll be Henry's most likely last game in a Titans uniform, and it comes against one of his favorite opponents. But I will remind you, remember remember what Derrick Henry's numbers were against the the uh, Texans in his career? And then that's kind of tailed off these last two meetings. Derrick Henry, and we saw him here, has not been the player this year that he has been every year leading up to this year. I don't know what that means for his future, but as far as a one-week future, let's hope we can keep the big fella corralled for one more week. The Jacks get back to work today. It's a very important day 
to see kind of where we stand, particularly on the injury front, it sure feels like we're coming back awfully quick with Christian Kirk, doesn't it? Yeah, I do. I mean, it just it feels like what what it what it what it looked like with Christian Kirk, um, you know, when he went down, and what it looks like now with Christian Kirk, according to Doug Peterson, who has met the media this week. We'll get a lot more details this week, but. Perhaps he surpri- surprises anyone that the potential is there for Christian Kirk to be back maybe as soon as this week. Christian, I'll get more information, more. He, he's doing well. He's doing really well. Um, and, you know, yes, I would say there's a potential to activate his window uh, come Wednesday. Um, so we'll see. We'll see where he's at there, you know, in a couple of days, which 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 would be positive, you know, if, if he can if he can do something uh, this week. You know, we'll, we'll wait and see. All right, so more from uh, Doug Peterson, who met the media via Zoom early in the week. But today, a, a lot better idea. So when we're when we're sitting here with you tomorrow morning, you know, we'll have a much better idea on. Well, we'll have a bet. I shouldn't say much better. We'll have a better idea. We'll have a much better idea about twelve o'clock on Sunday afternoon when the inactives are announced. Here's hoping Trevor can play and not just be able to gut it out and play, but be effective. I mean, it's that time of year where Trevor Lawrence can erase any doubts about his potential if he gets hot and wins now, right? I mean, this is what happened in in Trevor's career. Rookie year, awful. An Urban Meyer disaster. The stats were terrible. More interceptions than touchdowns. It was a rough one. Beginning of year two, not much better. No bueno. Interceptions in the end zone. Late game mistakes. Team off to a four and seven start. And then it clicked, didn't it? It clicked. Trevor got hot. We won all those games down the stretch. And then, even with a four interception first half against the Chargers, his confidence and ability able to shine through over the course of the entirety of the home playoff game, Jags get one of the most exciting wins in franchise history. He goes off to Kansas City. Doesn't play too bad there either. We expected that leapfrog, that springboard, right? This should have been a 30-something touchdown. Low, you know, if not single digits, barely into double digits interceptions, and it has just not evolved that way. All that can be forgotten if we see the best of Trevor here these next two, three, hopefully even longer than that week's. Listen, one thing you can say about the setup of the AFC, and this is, you know, I I think a good example is what I said earlier about the Bills. The Bills can beat the Dolphins, win the division, and be the two seed, or they can lose the game and in all likelihood miss the postseason. That's how jumble-bunched it is, man. That's the line between the second-best team in the AFC, by the way the season went, and and the eighth best, missing the playoffs. I mean, when you got a team that can be anywhere from the two seed to out of the postseason, that gives you an indication of just how wide open this could be. And so, only appropriate that we go to the House of Horrors, that we go to a place where last year we won in the regular season to kind of kickstart that home stretch finale, remember? And down in that game until things turned. A lot of sidebars, 
a spectacular season for Evan Ingram reaches its regular season conclusion. Just how high is that catch tally going to go? He's got 104. 116 is a number. Listen, 12 catches is an awful lot. I, I <laughs> The way this offense has been running the last few weeks, he might get that many targets. He should. Right? But again, hopefully between Christian Kirk, maybe even Zay Jones returning, um, we, we already got the terrible news that Jamal Agnew out for the year, broken leg. That means Parker Washington pushed back into, into play. Boy, it's funny how much my mind has changed on this. I feel going to the offseason, a receiver is needed. Uh, yeah. Right? Either <laughs> if and, and, and I don't mean, Trent, you wasting a fifth rounder on a receiver who's not the one you should take. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with taking a receiver in round five. The problem is Trent will take the wrong one. He'll take some dude who'll get three catches, and 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 the Rams will take somebody five picks later who grabs 80. So I don't know how we properly build. I, I think I have a pretty good idea now. After winning the division with a playoff run last year, after positioning ourselves as the kings of the division and playing like that most of the year, I think I pretty got a pretty good, pretty good idea of just what this football team needs. Damn, I wish I could pick them. I'm not even kidding. And I've never suggested that I could run anything, but I just give me one shot just to pick them, man. Let me do it. I ain't even kidding. Just stop. E.T., I need you to go to the Google machine for me here real quick. Heads to Google. And I need you to uh, tell me um, the Slee Stacks net worth. Uh, the Slee Stack is David Tepper, an ugly human being inside and out, the Carolina Panthers owner, an entitled rich snob who took his king's urine and threw it on the plebes of Jacksonville when he visited our town this oh weekend. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the Slee Stack is a J to the A, boy, a real verifiable loser. And if the NFL had an ounce of credibility, which we know they don't have. Right. It would have gone down a little bit different. This just made it worse. What you just you see me. what I say? Oh, you see what goodness. I'm saying here? Let me keep it real for those phonies in suits in the NFL. The phonies and their cronies, baby. That's the way the NFL runs. The suits are the phonies. The owners are the cronies. And between the two, nothing shall come. Let me just do a little... Let me fire up my cell phone and all the advantages that the modern uh, conveniences have. All right. I'm going to go to my calculator function here. Look, the word is the Slee Stack got a $300,000 fine uh-huh. uh, from the NFL. So at first, for at first, you know, at first, you're like, oh, wow, that, that's good. I'm glad they did. But let's see, $20 billion. $20.6 Wait, hold on. <laughs> I can't. Uh, $600 million, right? That's two uh-huh. million sixty thousand. And that'd be two billion sixty million dollars. Now I'm gonna do something, E. T. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm gonna divide that by three hundred thousand. Okay. Uh-huh. This is what the phonies in the suits did to the cronies uh here. Apparently in the re- apparently David uh the Slee Stack Tepper thinks our stadium is a urinal. And just throw your trash. Take a whiz on us next time, Slee Stack. Uh three hundred thousand um yeah uh, congratulations it's a six dollar and eighty cent fine by our standards 
Divide twenty billion by three hundred thousand. Maybe I'm maybe it's sixty eight dollars. This isn't working exactly like I want it to. I want to. I, I know this. I know three hundred k goes into sixty billion six thousand. I didn't do this right. I got to do what percentage of anyway? Uh, it's nothing. It's nothing. They gave him a three hundred. Oh, look at the bottom line. Three hundred k. That must be serious. Meanwhile, the slee stack with his hooved feet and his claws shuffled back to to, to Carolina. Again, just take a whiz on us before you leave there, Slee Stack. Why stop at throwing your drink? And then dare say, well, I just care about my team, but I know better. Yeah, the fans. Yeah, because I know this. The Jag fan is just notorious. We're like the Eagles fans, right? We got a jail here. We're so outrageous. No, you're a spoiled, pot-bellied Slee Stack. That's what you are. And the 300K NFL, do me a favor. Stuff it. Take the 300K dollar by dollar, and just shove them up your inflamed nostrils. Because that's, that's, that's nothing, man. That's not a punishment. That's barely even embarrassing. He ain't, ain't going to notice that. Of course not. It's going to come out of the little check that they get at the end of the $6, year. $6, $68, whatever <laughs> it is. I tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let me just tell you how it is. If a fan had turned around and thrown a drink on the slee oh. stack, He'd be, in, he'd be in jail. Yeah, he would have been in jail, then he would have got banned from the stadium. Yeah, get in your private jet and fly home, Slee Stack. I just con- con- continue with the horrific job of running your franchise into the absolute dust. A, a nice pick of Bryce Young. Way to over way, way to override your football side. Nice job, Slee Stack. <sighs> so annoying. Kind of went off a little bit yesterday on the Slee Stack. You snapped on him. I did snap on him. I, sometimes I have to ask E.T., um, I didn't go too far down. <laughs> I don't typically. I typically don't carry that around. That worry doesn't like. Uh, thankfully for y'all out there, I don't carry that worry around very consistently. But every now and then, I get in that car on the drive home, and I'm like, eh. like no, no, you snapped on. You said money. I was okay yeah, though, right? You, you good money? Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I then I run it by Mrs. P. You know, she's my good like morality filter on those things. And I ran it by her. And she's, and I told him, "Why? Well, why do you feel? I mean, so what, what's wrong?" I said, "Well, I kind of got personal. I called the guy Sleestack. <laughs> said he's ugly. Man, he's pop his, him, man. He needs to get his face." Ju- and she goes, "Well, why'd you do that?" And I said, "Well, he threw a drink on on the Jags fans when he's sleeping." She goes, "Oh, he deserves it." Yeah, man. yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm back. I'm back on the. Uh, I'm back on the horses. This is well deserved criticism by this a- again, man. I've never been much of a, like a, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? I don't care who's rich and who's not, bro. Mm-hmm. You're rich. I'm not going to sit here and think, oh my God, you should give all your money to someone else. I'm not going to be, be, I'm not going to wish I had it. I'm not going to wish you didn't. I just, and I mean, people are like that and I get it, man. I do. But I'm not like a, like a rich hater, right? Oh, these rich guys, blah, blah, blah. Right. This guy gives rich guys a bad name. Yeah. Right. This guy is why you hate rich people. David Tepper. So, own him, NFL. Own him. I know you there's cronies. I know the phonies in the suits and the cronies in the suites. Uh, we'll just continue to happily just grift us all, take us for millions, and, and, and not give a rat's rib. But to come into another team's stadium and have such rabbit ears that you can't, that, that you can't leave without tossing it. Like the ultimate sissy move, man. What a bizzle. Yeah. 
That you're, was punk. Right, move, you're up and you're the security of your box. You throw, and by the way, you didn't throw it out and then mouth it. You, you threw, threw it out. What the way? You turned around yeah. like the little spoiled silver spoon slee stack brat that you are, and left. He ain't never been punched in the face. Hey, that man needs a punch in the face, boy. I wish Duval would have climbed into that suite <laughs> right. and punched that man in his face, oh, dude. If he would have threw it at the right one, not kill Ooh. him. Not injury forever. Just give him a good one. Just give him a good one because obviously Tepper ain't never got one. And by the way, with that $20.6 billion he's carrying around, never will. <laughs> right? uh, Tony Baselli, big on Fred Taylor. If you missed Breakfast with Baselli yesterday, got a little uh, comment from Tony's visit with us. It's uh, normally on Mondays, but with a couple of you know holiday weeks in a row, we'll hear from him when we return. Uh, also going to get into Doug Peterson. Um, what he said a little bit earlier in the week and how that might change as the uh, Jags meet the media today and and get ready for, uh, you know, all the marbles, as they say. Apply whatever, you know, cliche you want to the importance of this game coming up this uh, Sunday. Also, a Shazam Spotlight with a reminder uh, for y'all. And, and by the way, just knock down a little bit of the he's a hater uh, reputation that I so unfairly get from you sometimes. So, all that and more. Thanks for being up and down with us. Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. Like family, Beatrice is there for all your plumbing uh, needs, emergencies, how uh, projects. However you qualify, you can count on Beatrice Plumbing. So, uh, make sure that that's in the Rolodex. Uh, when something goes wrong, I, you know, so many of our of our partners here, our clients are, are you know, they, they are meant to be stuck in your mind when that goes wrong. You see what I'm saying? Maybe a tree hasn't fallen on your house in ten years. Maybe you don't have, uh, you don't have a plumbing emergency today. Maybe you don't own a truck. But but when you do reach these milestones, uh, hopefully, maybe you don't even own a pet yet, or if you do have a pet, you've never used a boarding service or had them groomed. That's just where this is a daily reminder of this fantastic set of. Uh, folks that we're happy to be aligned with, and that includes Beatrice Plumbing at BeatrizePlumbing.com. All right, back with more next. Thanks for being up and at with us. You are listening to The Trail on 92.5 FM. I'd like the Jack season to play out like that lyric. Right? Uh, you don't want to you, you know how important your know, personnel is. Right. I mean, this is not, by the way, uh, rocket science. I'm about to drop on you. Vegas is always right. Is that what we say? <laughs> you want know how important, though, that these pass game elements are? I, I guess on a Vegas uh, shout out text line for forwarding me this information, but listening to a Vegas Insider podcast, one of the lines makers said he would set the Browns Jags line in the first round of the playoffs if that's where we get. The Browns are the five seed of all the shuffling that can happen. They're just sitting there at five, and that's where they'll be. And if the Jags win, they win the division. By the way, the, the Colts, Texans winners in the playoffs. Yeah. So, good on them. Two of the three. Two of the four from the from the old, weak little AFC South are headed in. Which of those two teams is better, by the way? I'm not sure. I mean, either Minshew been playing all right, but when CJ is healthy, Shroud, you know. It's hard to say. Yeah, the Colts defense, maybe. I don't know. I think they're real similar, I guess, probably. Very, very. The Colts did go there early in the year and beat them. I think that sent the Texans out to an 0-2 start. I think that was the second game of the year. Remember the Texans, though? They started their opener was at Baltimore, and they didn't get killed. Yeah. And then the and then the Colts came to town, I believe, beat them. Maybe they had a win in between there, but 
Uh, C.J. Stroud got hot. And if he, if he doesn't get hurt, they're probably already guaranteed yeah. a postseason berth, you know. But what, what an interesting dynamic. Here is Gardner Minshew against the guy who's always going to be trying to take his job. Every time. Right? He already lived that here with Trevor. That yep. guy already came in and took his job. He's he's playing right now with a guy who's there to take his job, Anthony Richardson, who's hurt. It's giving Gardner Minshew a whole year to put down tape, yep. to, to, to put more on his resume, to – and to prove what he can be as a as a full time starter, and so if he picks up that win and they go to what we all have the same record, is that the deal? We're all eight and six, uh, are all nine and seven? Yeah, all three teams are nine and seven. Going to get a ten win year out of one of those two quarterbacks, either a rookie or uh, I think it's safe to say a journeyman. Apparently, the my hick and math at least can't be. A dollar fifteen, that's what it is. A dollar fifteen is what the is what is what it ended up being on the Slee Stack. David Sleestack Tepper, the temperamental owner of the Carolina Panthers, the biggest you shouldn't be allowed to own a team if you're that sissy. Just a little snot nosed silver spoon little Slee Stack who threw a drink on a Jaguar fan and then gave no real apology, just Oh, he, he's passionate. No, you're not passionate. You're a, a different P word. That's what you are, buddy. <laughs> Somebody had a good idea on the text line. We should just send him a case after case of sippy cups, you big baby. Then maybe it won't spill, Sleestack. But yeah, I guess somebody did do the math. It's $1.15, bro. $1.15, man. For real? Is that right? Can that be right? My, look, that's I can't wild. get into this math. Three. What is three? Let's just take away the zeros. That's all you got to do, right? Let me do this. I'll do this again in the break. I should not be doing this. While, although, actually, what I can do is throw to a nice, long Tony Baselli cut. I can do that in a second. And then I'll... Uh, <clears throat> <sighs> Oof. That's just so wrong, man. It is. It is. I think it's going to end up being either 6 or $60. Right, because if you go twenty, if you go twenty billion divided by three hundred thousand, you're just going to get rid of all those zeros until you get two hundred. You get like twenty six hundred divided by three, or twenty six thousand divided by three, whatever it is, or twenty divided by three. <laughs> six bucks. Wow, what a joke, man. Uh, so anyway, that just uh, point was the Jags would be a one point favorite if they have against the Browns. If they had, I didn't finish that thought, did I? No. Um, <laughs> they'd be a one-point favorite if they have Trevor, Zay, and Kirk. And if they don't, the linesmaker said he will make it Browns minus five. Now, I don't believe that the Browns are going to be five-point favorites over the Jaguars. If Trevor, Zay, Ridley, if they're all missing, I don't believe. I don't think they'll be a five-point favorite. That that is that, that's a that's an awful lot. <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> uh, from the uh, text on Pross, watch out. Tepper will probably try to buy the drill and unplug it. That's fair enough. <laughs> you know, this guy is such a, such a DB that he wants, you know, once he got out and going, he, he bought, uh, once bought one of his old boss's houses out of spite and he, and he bought it just to bulldoze it, just to be a bizzle. That's just what he is. He's a slee stack bizzle. 
Three hundred thousand. The NFL find that man who, who who's worth twenty billion. Are you kidding me, dude? I mean, are you kidding me, bro? Roger Goodell, you should be ashamed. Oh, there's uh, now they're saying seven. Yes, maybe it's sixty-eight k, maybe seventy k. I don't know. We're gonna find out. Uh, here's another question um, that I had after watching what went down yesterday. Why haven't we picked up Dalvin Cook already? Hey, that's a good question. Why haven't we picked him up? Why have we not? What harm is there in picking up Dalvin Cook, who didn't run the ball at all for the Jets this year? Maybe he's done. I mean, the Vikings let him go for a reason. He did nothing with the Jets. And no, I haven't forgotten this storyline of, hey, why is the NFL looking at all these pictures on Dalvin Cook's old girl? I haven't forgotten all that, but whatever the deal is, he's out there and available. He was waived by the Jets yesterday in order, they say, to allow him to hook on with a contender. Be an interesting you know, consideration maybe in Buffalo where his brother plays, but they're pretty set, right? They signed playoff Lenny. They've got Latavius Murray. I mean, I don't know if the folks downtown, if Trent realizes his draft pick has got like five yards rushing this year. So, I mean, we really have nothing behind. I mean, is Dalvin Cook not better than Dearness Johnson? Is there any world now where suddenly Dearness Johnson's better than Dalvin Cook? It's not a slight on Dearness. I, I don't. Yeah, I just don't – and maybe they are. You know, maybe they are kicking the tires, but that is uh, kind of an NFL storyline from yesterday. Dalvin Cook released by the Jets. I mean, of all the – what contender has a bigger issue at running back than us? Anyone? Is there a contender with a bigger issue than us at running back? You know, maybe there is. Maybe the Chiefs fall into that category, right? McKinnon is, uh, I think, on IR. Pacheco's banged up. Edwards Alaire stinks. I'm sure if I maybe if I went down one one by one by one by one, I could find a need for at least a backup uh, on a lot of those playoff rosters. But buddy, I know this: if ETN ain't running the ball, we ain't running the ball. And when he does, it hasn't been as effective as it has, you know, obviously in the past. They are just to fire me up on the, um, I do know this. This is for sure. Point zero 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 one five percent of his income. <clears throat> uh, they are telling me that uh, uh, the Dalvin Cook stuff has been uh, debunked a long time ago. I wasn't aware of that. So if it has, great. I I don't know if I'm necessarily better than that. It's not like we just opened up a 10-minute conversation about what Dalvin Cook may or may not have done. So I don't know about the debunking because I didn't care. All right, uh, some call me a hater of women's basketball. I'm not. I'm not. I don't hate hummus. Just don't eat it. Don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't hate rom-goms. I just don't go watch them, right? Uh, that's, hey, that's fair. I don't hate women's basketball at all. I don't watch it if there's men's basketball on because they play the game faster and higher and, you know, a thousand different reasons. I coached my daughters. I coached girls basketball forever. I'm all for girls' sports. I think it's awesome. I think it's pathetic how this country acts like we're not by a million miles the leader in advancement for women and sports and 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 no no other kind. They're all following the leader on what we've done here and what the, the opportunities we've given young girls. And as a father of a young lady, I'm glad she had it. And all we had girls here yesterday. I I 
women's sports are awesome from a participation, from a family, from a school, from a team standpoint. Well, I ain't going to feel guilty that I don't watch the WNBA. I I got an athlete right now. She's like, she's like right now, she's grooving. It's like one of my top three athletes going right now. Caitlin? Caitlin Clark, man, yeah. is just a bomb, bro. She is. Now I can watch her. I watch her too. <laughs> yeah, she she wrong. Because see, she'll be in a game where her team is tied with Michigan State, and she'll take a hand off top of the key. She'll juke, jive, one foot fade away, drain like a twenty nine footer for the win. And she talking smash. See, I can dig that. I can <laughs> dig me some Caitlin Clark, man. She plays the game anytime. It, it'd be the same thing in, in in any sport when somebody's transcending what they've always done in that sport. It's fascinating. I've been watching a lot, and I know there's been Diana Taraz. There have been a thousand girls. There's, most of the time, the really big-named women's basketball players are big girls, right? And so they go on to play, you know, center and forward and other, quite frankly, clod-like positions when it comes to how that execution plays out. But this Caitlin Clark, man, she is just in her own world. That means she's... By a million miles, the best women's player. But she's got she's got that Steph Curry in her, man. Yeah, she do. That's what she is. It's like when you watch Steph take Davidson through, and he was just doing stuff that you hadn't seen. And so I say this because she hit some – had another 40-point night last night. She had a, a, a game-winning three-pointer, literally as time expired, from the logo. Oh, wow. And it wasn't just like a throw-it-up last shot. They ran a play. They handed it to her top of the key. She backed up four steps, and bingo, all net, bro. Mm. I like me some Caitlin Clark now. (laughs) I'm about to go YouTube now. Yeah, you're going to have to see it, and you're going to come back and say, damn, Jeff, you were right. You weren't lying, E.T.'s going to tell me after the break. You weren't lying, he's going to tell me. So, um... Uh, Tony Baselli obviously joins us on Breakfast with Baselli, and yesterday we had the opportunity to ask him about Fred Taylor and his Hall of Fame uh, candidacy. Uh, look, Tony was quickly to tell us he, Fred is one of his favorite Jaguars of all time. Uh, everyone outside of Joe Average fan, who if you don't have enough Pro Bowls or this, these little stickers next to your name, they can't you know always properly evaluate the impact and the value that you had. Tony thinks that impact and that value will be noted when Fred, for the first time, goes into that room for consideration and deliberation as one of 15 finalists. Fred's case has to be debated. Because if you just look at, and I've, I've said this, like if you just look at Fred on paper, you know you don't see the Pro Bowls and all pros. Like, who cares? Set that aside and, and talk to people who played against him. Talk to the coaches. Watch the tape. Look at the not real numbers, yards per carry, total yards. Like, like what he did mm-hmm. and the way he played the game, he's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best backs ever. I don't care about the Pro Bowls or the All-Pros. That doesn't matter. Well said. He's so right. Fred was – look, there's two reasons Fred didn't make it. We've been through these a thousand times. I'm not going to spend a lot of time. One is Fred just so happened to play in an era where no conference ever in history, nor ever will again, had a top shelf of running backs. Some of these guys on their shelf were only there a couple of three years. Yeah. That's what separates a Hall of Famer from a good player, from a Sean Alexander, from a Priest Holmes, from Ryan a Johnson, 
Right. There's just a lot of those guys. Yep. That, like the the long standing ones, they get in the Bettises, the 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 the, the Ladanian Tomlinsons, the Curtis Martins, the Edrin Jameses, the Marshall Fox, Terrell Davis. Think about these names. I got a lot more. I haven't gotten to Jamal Lewis or Corey Dillon or you know Stephen Jackson. Stephen Jackson. They just they're just a, you know there were so many of yeah. them. And so he would catch a year where Fred would have 1,400 yards and nine touchdowns, and but yet three of these chokers would have the career year. They'd go to the Pro Bowl, and you'd act like Fred didn't have a season. Jamal Lewis. Right. That's <laughs> what I mean. 2,000-yard season. Right. right. There was a lot of that kind of stuff. Priest Holmes. There was a lot of that uh, kind of stuff happening in the peak of Fred's career. So, yeah, it didn't translate to a bunch of Pro Bowls. So what? Translated to the, the 17th most rushing yards in the history of the NFL. 17th most. All right, Doug Peterson on what a big finale this is this weekend and a trip around the league with a football fix. That's coming up next on the Beatros Plumbing Wednesday. Iowa's just got to let Caitlin Clark be Caitlin Clark. I have an idea of who it's going to, but it's just how is it going to happen? I think everyone in America knows who it's going to. Anticipation here. Davis, time winding down. Are they going to get the ball? Up in time, Clark for the win! Oh, that girl, ball! You hear how to mess up it, man? That's my girl. You stay off of Caitlin Clark. Hey, you hear how, yeah. how to mess with Yeah, that's my girl. <laughs> By the way, when you hear we, th- this phrase gets used too much in basketball from the logo. I, I say that all the time. Some logos are bigger, sometimes it's like the heel is barely on the logo. My girl Caitlin Clark stepped back into the middle of the beak last it, night. It was too close. Carver Hawkeye Arena. It was too close. As you dropped it all net, those Michigan State spottings. When you hoop, you uh, know that sound, that net. That's my pop, girl. That thing. Yeah. Pop, Stay off my pop. girl, man. <laughs> Zip. Uh, we've done the math. Uh, thank you to uh, Mr. Eden Kendall, who uh, chooses to listen to us over his beautiful bride every morning. Um... Uh, he has sent me the the exact breakdown on just how this this minuscule uh, fine for the slee stack works. Uh, this is actually from a Tom Pelissero, I don't know, post. Uh, for those of you scoring at home, finding David Tepper three hundred grand out of his twenty point six net is the equivalent of finding the average American one dollar and seventy seven cents. The average American. If you make $40,000 a year, it's a $9, $9, 9 bucks. So, I mean, it's just a joke, man. This guy, you know, this, this, this guy throws a drink on our crowd. And by the way, they hate him up there, bro. They hate him in Carolina. They hate him. This is his own media from the Charlotte Observer. Late last night, NFL finds David Tepper, but will he take the punishment to heart? And then they write again, and this is the hometown paper. Uh, Owner David Tepper just bought the most expensive drink in NFL history. What he needs to do now is actually learn something from it. The NFL fined Tepper 300K for unacceptable conduct after he tossed a drink on Jaguars fans toward the end of Carolina's shutout loss. Tepper said in a statement issued by the Panthers, quote, I'm deeply passionate about this team and regret my behavior on Sunday. I should have let NFL Stadium security handle any issues that arose. I respect the NFL's code of conduct. I accept the league's discipline for my behavior, to which they write. As for the statement, it's, 
Okay, but lacking something, you know, the word apology might should have been in there somewhere. Say you're sorry. It's really not that hard. The deeply passionate part, the observer, uh, it's Tom Sorensen of the observer. The deeply passionate part is certainly true in Tepper's case. He does care, but it's irritating to use as an excuse, like the, I care so much, that's why I get mad at you kind of way. Uh, the whole thing sounds a little too carefully parsed, a little too much like 17 lawyers read it first. Um, as for the NFL's fine amount, to you and me, 300000 sounds like a staggering amount of money. We could buy a new house with it. We could get out of debt. We could send a couple of kids to college. Let me rephrase that. We could send them to a public in-state college. But for Tepper, who is among the world's 100 richest people and has an estimated worth of $20 billion, that 300000 is something you lose in the couch. If a person had a net worth of $200,000, it would equate to a fine of three bucks. What a joke. Again, the phonies in the suits and the cronies in the suites treat us like the proletariat, man. Like a bunch of peasants. They treat us like the idiots that we are as we go down and buy their $40 beer, bow at the altar of a football team while these JAs do that and the NFL doesn't even care. Don't even, don't even react like they care. They let the rich king come into someone else's castle, take a whiz on the patrons, and then ride back off to his you know, royal kingdom, wherever it is. What a slee stack loser. In the NFL, you're, you're just as bad, man. Just as bad. You're terrible. You're just a terrible person, man. Uh, Doug Peterson has a big game coming up this weekend. Perhaps you've heard. He certainly has. It's week 18 against the Titans, and it's all on the table. So, you know those cliches. Everything's in front of us. All our goals are in place. It's come down to the last game, and that's not a lie. It's there for the taking. You know we're just uh, we're just we're just obviously fortunate and 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 blessed to be in this position. Um, you know at the end of the year, and and it's always been our goal, as you know, to you know to be in the conversation and 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 to uh, um, you know playing these play in these these meaningful games. You know this late in the year, but you know we we obviously could have done better in a few few games uh, here recently, and 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 we wouldn't be in this situation. But you know what. Uh, we are. Uh, we embrace it, and uh, we own it, and looking forward to the opportunity Sunday. All right, Fire of the Man, we got a football fix. As for the opponent this weekend, don't expect him to just lay down, at least not their coach, Mike Vrabel. You would expect this comment that we got yesterday out of Nashville from the Tennessee coach, the longtime New England Patriots uh, captain. He was asked by a reporter why a win on Sunday would be, quote, meaningful. Vrabel, because it sucks to lose. And then he goes on, it blanking without the blank part, sucks, losing, awful. That's why I want to win, because you don't sleep. You want to win for the players that bust their tail. That's it. It's not about, hey, we'll go into the offseason with a good note. Nobody knows what you did January 7th or 8th or 6th in April when you come back. Well, you want to see it just all come together and just put four quarters together, win a game like we talked about. Something that the Titans, when they're when they've been perfect, have been able to do. Now, look, it'd be easy for fans up there to root for a loss, get a better draft pick, right? It's just how it's become nowadays. There's Nobody wants the middle ground anymore. It's like make the playoffs or just lose every week. I, yeah, I'm not sure it's best for us fans, but 
if Tennessee wants to just kind of take the easy route out, we're all for it. Uh, the NFL is reminding players to clearly report as eligible after the confusion in Dallas. I, I don't feel sorry for Detroit at all. When you when you watch again, and and nobody despises the officials like we do. I don't think it's fair this time. The, the Lions ran three big dudes over at the guy. They're all talking at once, it seems like, and then they cried a river because they didn't recognize. I don't I don't know, man. I think the NFL did the right thing here. Listen, y'all need to be clear. You need to send one guy over. It needs to be visual and, and verbal confirmation. We won't have any problems. So to just kind of, you know, haphazardly send a group of guys over there, and it looks like they're all, I mean, I don't know. It looks like they're all talking and, so, I mean, it, it was a little confusing. Yeah, it's a mistake that the Lions could have done, you know, could have easily avoided had they just sent the one guy eligible over. They're trying to be cute. I don't, maybe trying to hide it from yeah. the other team, yeah. And by the way, because of what the NFL is saying now, and they're going to be extra, probably, you know, snippy about it, it does take away that surprise because, yeah, that's another thing. We mentioned this yesterday briefly, but you don't want to announce what it is you're doing, right? You'd like the guy to slide in on the end of the line and no one know, but they do. Don't they announce that over the PA? Right, they do, so it's not like you're uh... – uh, We mentioned the Jets have cut running back Dalvin Cook, allow him to join a contender. I, listen, I, be aggressive, Jags, for three weeks, right? What can it hurt? I will say Dalvin Cook has done nothing for the Jets and didn't do much last year for the Vikings, but for a contender, I don't know. Maybe he would – maybe he would make a difference. Kenny Pickett denying rumors he's an all-out diva and refused to be quarterback number two this weekend. Uh, Steelers are going to go with Mason Rudolph. It's it's small sample size, but he has been way more productive than uh, anybody else. I'll give you a guy for coach of the year that you haven't heard at all that might deserve it. What about Sean McVay of the Rams? I mean, the Rams were written off. If you look at the preseason power rankings, you can find the Rams number 32. 32. They're in the playoffs. They've already guaranteed it, and McVay has promised he'll return in 2024. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. It's brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers. Mandarin and now Orange Park. Home, life, business, auto, bundling, a dream team of professionals. There is money that you can be saving in your insurance plans right now. You just haven't checked recently enough. That's what Mandy and her crew are for. So contact them today. Hick and Arrival, more come your way next. we got Get Smart John in the 7 o'clock hour. We're up and rolling on Abitros Plumbing Wednesday. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Yes, sir! Hey! Yeah. Hey! Yeah. What day is it? Oh, let me see. No, but it's a cool brand. It's a hit brand. It's very, uh... uh everybody loves the shirt. <laughs> this may be the daintiest thing that I've ever done in my life. Oh, with Dan dear. Hicken. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is, like, total... He's gonna look at the back of I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna very, yeah, very softly and sweetly pull back his collar and look at the brand name. Yeah. Total daintiness. My, uh... Get don't this don't get this on film. Get this on-
No, because I might enjoy it. If he hits the right spot, I may smile like a little puppy dog. Is your back still smooth? No. No. Um, That's old. Yeah. Back. Yeah. People know what that is. Yeah. Um, I'm dumb now. My daughter got me this shirt for um, I, I, my birthday. Yeah. What's that? Sunday swag? I like it. Bad Birdie? What's that? No. Bad Birdie is also a popular one for the youngsters. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, it's, it looks like Ruback, maybe, or Roback or yeah, something. I, I don't, I don't know for sure, though. The boys will tell you on the text line once you. Uh... All right, let's start with like some some pressing issues that are there right now. We have always just been the R H O B A C K Roback. Roback, yeah. Um, I, I. What was that song by E? Oh, oh, that was DMX, baby. Yeah, Rough Riders Anthem. Rough Riders Anthem. Woo! Ah! <laughs> like that. <laughs> I'm a rough rider, you know. Yeah, tight hate week, baby. Maybe you are a rough rider. I'm a rough rider. Except when you guys are. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's a new year. I couldn't do it. It ain't not a clock. I couldn't yet. do it. I couldn't say it. <laughs> you know, I, I was about to throw the V word in the back seat, all kinds of stuff. I just couldn't do it, right? And by now, just referencing that, those that want to can piece it all together and get a chuckle. I just can't do it. I, especially yesterday, I got so personal with the Slee Stack. I mean, I just, you know. Dano, sometimes we Dan, ride together. Dan, we ride together. Yeah, yeah, Dan man. looks at me sometimes like, yeah, man, you just, at some point, you need to shut up, bro. <laughs> it was fine. He gives me that look. He's that, shut up, shut up. Ooh, he winces a little bitty. And now he's <laughs> looking at me. Are you sure that was fine? <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> I mean, I in the want, NFL, these phonies give him a $12 <laughs> fine, bro. Come on, man. Well, again, and I doing? listen, I'll, I'll be the bad guy here, but... <laughs> If somebody was saying that, again, I don't know what was being said, yeah. but what was being said and how me, you, E would react worse. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is your first rodeo, I guess, if you're David Tepper. I get it. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, we've been in the Jaguar Stadium for a long time. Like, who's saying this is what said? Fans around him or was this coming I, from I, inside their box? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, it was definitely outside the box. Yeah. Um, what makes, like, I think every year you follow a football team and then you look at the coach and then you decide, was this a good, did he t- make them better than they are, worse than they are, or the same, you know, like where, because ultimately you are what you are, like Parcel always said, and I get it, but th- the coach can make a difference. And I, and I, there's no real, they'll have them at some point, they'll, somebody will come up with some boneheaded analytic to say he was actually plus seven point oh seven as a coach i I have a this is how i've always phrased it because when as we're sitting here wondering how long we're going to ride mediocre coaches and i've always thought of it this way Mm -hmm. if your record is better than your roster yeah the coach is fine the gm you look at but if your roster is is better than your record then the coach is making who are we to say that about roster and record so like because i was thinking about this as it applies to peterson who we gave A's to last year, and again, I think we turned on the roster some this year, and we don't think it's near as good as maybe we thought it was when they were eight and three. Um, I think he's done. Listen, if the Jack, and again, this has to factor in. If the Jags win the AFC South for a second straight year, although they were favored to do it, so they're mm-hmm. supposed to do it. Is has he done a good job? Great job? Okay job? You know, where do you stand with him? And I was really thinking about this because of another coach, and that's Tomlin and the constant back and forth on that. And the and the fact that he has the Steelers with a winning record this year is, to me, incredible. There's another Tomlin tie-in that's interesting that you say that. You can see how Steel. Look, 
Doug Peterson, Dougie P is putting back together back-to-back seasons that Mike Tomlin has every single year. 17 years in a row. But and the only is, but, guys who have longer are like Landry, Belly. Winning seasons. Yeah. Lo- consecutive winning seasons. Landry, Bell- Belly, and George Hallis. The point if I was, you're in that company, yeah, you're except a great for this, coach. Except for this. Mm-hmm. I, I bet you their average over 500 is a lot higher than his. Because the point I was going to make is mm-hmm. a lot of we're a little bit dissatisfied just only being yeah. 10 and 7 this year. Imagine if next year, again, we have a winning record. We missed the playoffs, but we're 9 and 8. And then we come back the next year yeah. and we go 10 and 7. We make it as a wild card, but we don't win a playoff game. Yeah. And then we come back the next year yeah. we go 9 and 8. I'd drop four or five years and be like, yeah, we need to be better than this. Perception, like, and that's also which leads into this as fans. And that's why, you know, New England started – this is incredible about New England and their dynasty run, but they started every year with the ex- fan Super Bowl or bust. Mm-hmm. It got to that point mm-hmm. for them. Now, we see that's a lot more common in college that's football. Kansas City right now. Sure. They're up in arms yeah. over their record. Yeah. They've won their eighth straight division I, title, I, I would like and to they think, stink. I would like to think the Chiefs fan could just, like, maybe chill out and they give, don't. give their team you a can't. pass. It's a, it, you it's, won't. It's awesome. We're going to have to see them go on the road for the first time. It wouldn't be ironic if – I mean, this is how chaotic this – and we've been talking about what a, what a mad dash to the postseason it is. Mm-hmm. But the fact that if the Bills beat the Dolphins, not just they're in the playoffs in a, in, a, in a division winner, they're the two seed, but if they lose, they most likely miss the postseason is unbelievable to me. Mm-hmm. Hick, think of what I'm telling you. If they win, they're the two seed. If they lose, they could very well be out of the playoffs. That's, a, that's unbelievable. But they, they did that to themselves. I know. It's just yeah. the fact that, that it's that narrow a margin between being in the – like the two – not in the playoffs as the last wild card. Mm-hmm. The two seed. Like Sean McDermott must be well-liked because <clears throat> he dodged a lot this year. The defense stunk for a while, and he was calling the plays. He made those idiotic comments that got rehashed uh, to his team. So – he must be well-liked and respected. They fired their OC midseason. It's been a very trying year, I think, for that, well, for that again, head coach. Because he is, again, this is what speaks to the unbelievable. But here they are. Now, if they win, they win the they win the East. They're, like you said, they're a two seed, and they got a real chance. You know, they made a great trade that no one has talked about. Do you know who they traded for at the deadline? And the guy has been terrific for them. Yeah, they went and got that uh, kid from from Green Bay, Rasul yeah, uh, Douglas. Douglas, yeah, who's been yeah, like he's been very good by all the analytics, but just by watching him. I yeah, mean, no, he, I've seen him. He's made he's, plays. He's yeah. made play, and he's the guy who I remember in Green Bay. I wonder why Green Bay was disenchanted with him enough to trade him because he made plays in Green Bay, and they kept that nut job who's a better talent, but. Our guy Jair is crazy. Yeah, he did. Oh, there. Yeah, he yeah. great, crazy. He's yeah. different, man. <laughs> yeah, he's great, that interview that's he fair. had, I'd never seen him. Yeah, that's not mean spirited. That's not no. cross on Tepper. That's just an observation. <laughs> he's, just, <laughs> he's a little, little off, I think. Quite honestly, but this Rasul Douglas cat has been terrific for Buffalo, and has helped them because didn't they lose the LSU kid again? Didn't he tear his ACL yeah. one more time? Yeah. What's his? Oh, what's his name? Um, Ladarius White. No, it's not. Tredavious. We'll get there. I feel like we just did the Key and Peel intro uh. bit. That's what I did. McCringleberry. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so so the, so like McDermott for Buffalo fan, it probably hinges on. Winning this week, and what more importantly, winning in the postseason. And I hate to bounce it back to Tomlin, but again, yeah, imagine I get it. Imagine how tar- I, I, I'm starting this. to understand. Right, hold on, hold uh-huh. on. 
Go to NFL stats. Give okay. me give me Kenny Pickett. Give me what Kenny Pickett has done as a quarterback. Seven. I do. I saw this earlier because yeah. they were comparing. He's he's seven and five as a starter and no production. Yo, no. Ru- Rudolph I mean, is thirty points a game. Jeff, I think he's got six touchdown passes this year. Kenny Pickett stinks. I hear you. That's fair. I mean, he's had two years here and he has done nothing. I, I, I think, but but they, I don't think they've won a playoff game since like. No, I get 16 it. 16 I get it. But you know? there's and different they had Roethlisberger for a lot of I those know, years. but it was the end of Ben. There's different circumstances know, each I'm not, year. And I'm, not I'm just telling you, you, this year, mm-hmm. I'm not saying the other. I, the Bills dealt with a lot this year. I, that I guy could be coach of the year. He lost his defensive. This year. Heartbeat. Mike Tomlin has done an unbelievable job, I, in my I, opinion. I, to I, steer that team to a winning record in that division, which you tell me is by far the toughest well, division. It was for They're going to win the Super Bowl, and I don't disagree. Yeah. I think he's done an unbelievable job of coaching this year. Yeah, I don't disagree. So, and I, but I also understand where Steeler fan is coming from. But I think, ta- but I, to my point is, I, 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 I am more impressed with the job that McDermott has done. They were left well, to dead by many, a- including me, and he made the change. He wasn't afraid to make a drastic change. He wasn't just going to ride out. No, I get a it. nine and eight year and take his lumps. No, I don't care if we've lost Matt. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't care if I don't have. You know, Tredavious White. I don't, we're going to play, man. We're going to try and win. There's a lot of di- – look, and again – Do they win? The, don't they beat the Dolphins? I mean, the Dolphins are – it's in Miami, but the Dolphins are beat up. I think they do beat Miami, but they still have is, to go is beat that them. The, is that – Sunday why? night. Okay, Sunday night. Marquee. I was going to say. Yeah. The, the Saturday games are great, man. You got the Ravens in the, Here, Here's a dangerous supposition if you're the Ravens. You sit everybody. Which they're going to do, apparently. Okay. The Steelers – Get in because you did that. Yeah, they pull play. one. They pull one little upset. They go play you in the round two. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah, but if I'm the Ravens, I'd rather play them than anybody else. That's um, sure. yeah, and, and D'Amico Ryan's terrific job of coaching. Yeah. Way better than anybody expected. Uh, uh, what's Indy guy's name? Uh, Stike. Uh, Stike. Stike. Shane Stike. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I'll give you another one. He hasn't done, but Sean McVay. Boy, for sure. We've talked about him. But the dude in Arizona, considering what he's had. That's some big wins. They, they're not that. No, they don't have enough wins to they get don't there, have but enough I hear wins. He's been impressive. And by the way, he came out yesterday and said, Kyler Murray's my guy. Well, good for him. So he said, "That's our. he's our quarterback. I wish Chicago would do it with Justin Fields. I think they're, they're making a mistake. It. I think they're making a mistake. I'm fine with Fields. I've, I've, I've always, my, listen, any kind of negativity I've ever expressed to Fields. It's such a tough one, though. Well, Jim. I would take it, man. I well, would keep him. Here's he has the deal. awful dangerous. I know. But I think he'll be, I don't think, Caleb, I don't trust Caleb Williams okay, in the NFL. Okay, well, that's the thing. you got to ask yourself, is, is Caleb Williams that guy? I don't I don't think he is, but okay. I could be wrong. Well, that's the decision you got to make. Here's why I don't like him. Uh, one. And, and again, I, whatever, mama's boy, he's soft, dude. That dude is soft. Really? From writing bleep Utah on his fingers to yeah. being fake tough guy to yeah. going up into mommy's arms and crying after the game. There's a lot there. And again, I'm not being harsh. I, I just, but they, that's my quarterback, man. Mm-hmm. I need a dog. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a dog. I think he's a pretty boy, mama's boy. I do. And I, you're going to put him in Chicago and he's going to throw 30 interceptions year one? I don't know. It's 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 a fascinating thing. So he does so a lot of picks. So where are we with so? All right, I give think, Peterson a grade for this year with one game to go. I guess I mean, it depends a lot it's on what. Also, happens. a team that has been beat up and its players haven't played good, and his GM didn't help him. I'll give him a B. Yeah. I mean, we wait. What did we give him last year? Wait, a. a. 
He was an A last yeah. year. Don't you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, everybody, every move Doug made last year and, was terrific. And by the way, he could, it could still C be a plus. B plus or an A by the time we're I there. I think so too. Because he's lost so much more than he did last year. Yeah. I mean, it's we've been had a tougher like, year like, though. Like personnel wise, we're yeah. just a mess, man. And his GM hasn't helped him at all. Mm. His GM drafted tight end and running back round two and three. They've done nothing. C his plus. GM added no edge rush help all wow, season. That was harsh. E. Well, C plus, man. Yeah. I, mm. Well, that's fine. Uh, you'll be singing a different tune. You'll be carrying him on your shoulders if they. I, Win a, win two, I would win a playoff I, game. I'd love to give them that curve up, but right yeah. now, it's I will. Place, they're going to win the division, bro. We are too. I, again, I'm old Let's enough. To, the last game I'm of the old enough to remember about 18 months ago when we cried and prayed that we could be on the in the hunt graphic. Yeah, yeah, and now yeah. I got a dude about to win the division for the second straight year if he wins. All right, what it's if he? If the he, last game of the season. If he again. wins this week and goes 10 and seven against what has turned out to be a pretty good schedule. Mm-hmm. Right, we played them. We played them all. I agree. I, I, I'm not giving them a C plus. Uh, That's you e. a, yeah, yeah, you win a division. That's I, hardcore. Now, e. in fairness, <laughs> the difference between being a C plus ain't all that. See, exactly. So, but if we if they win a, if they win, win the division, division in a playoff game, you're, a playoff game, you don't but, get to change. You you're a C plus Sid. You're the toughest right. grader right. in the in the in the business. But it, like we win the division, we get the playoff game, and win the playoff game, we get kicked out after the first round. All right, we got a lot more Jags to uh, yeah. yeah. If that all happens, then yeah, I would right. not say it's a B. I, I, you'd like to at least do as good, but the team is worse this year than they were last year. The roster is worse with the injuries. It's not close. Well, yeah, for sure, and I'll tell you why. Arden Key was a really good third <laughs> rusher last year. Yeah, we, we don't, don't have ha one. We don't again. We got no receivers. They're all our, hurt. Our boy I mean, Ship Ship puts out the the the. You know, it's like Ship Ship like one hundred and twenty five edge rushers every week or whatever it is and he like where like, they rank mm -hmm. and you know Allen is always like top 10 Walker's always like top 40 40 and the other two guys you get no pr and Smooty Smoot and Chase on Chase on especially is always in the hundreds and Smoot now is playing a little bit more and he's down there it's too. It's also so. really easy just to question your guy's judgment when he when he spends the preseason talking up Caleb on Chase on. Like it matters what you say. Yeah. You know, you don't get to say yeah. really dumb things that are nowhere near true and then not be held accountable for him. I you know, I want to get through this season. Hopefully it's still got some, you know, some really great surprises uh, coming for us. And then I desperately want some sort of addition to the front office to switch things up the way we're looking at stuff. All right, we got a lot to do today. We got uh, trivia uh, next. Murph's in for the power hour at 9 o'clock. It's a busy Wednesday, hump day edition of the drill on 1010XL 92.5 F. <laughs> you know him, you love him. TriviaNation.com zone. He's bald, he's beautiful. He's old, but he don't care. He looks damn good. And he smells like a sauvage. He's Get Smart John. Hello, Johnny. <laughs> Good morning, Guggins. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, friend. Thank you. I uh, love the uh, rant that Jeff had earlier about Tepper. That was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you know, as a long-suffering Washington fan, I can honestly say yes. that uh, he is the new Daniel Dan Snyder, Snyder never... Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? He never threw drinks on fans. No, I'll say that about no, him. So, no. what a... Anyway, I might have used that DB word... Describing yeah, him no. in my trivia show. Oh yeah. boy, you know you can do that there. Yeah. Dave Busters. No, I can do that there. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. right. That's sure, right. Sure, like that. sure. Now, as we all know, that uh, Jacksonville, we are a metropolitan city. But anybody who's lived here, yes. But anyone who's lived here for any length of time, and I include all of us in that, it's a small town 
feel, right? 100%. If you don't know somebody, yeah. you know somebody who knows that somebody. That's what right. I'm saying. Right. So that happened, yeah. So, you know, my, you know, my wife and I live at the beach. We're in a condo uh, mm-hmm. complex and young, met one, one of our neighbors. Uh, Taylor, shout out, by the way, uh, to Taylor Lanahan, uh-huh. who... You might recognize the name, yeah, many of whom uh, also a, a BK grad, and oh, yeah. I went to school with, with his uncle. So mm-hmm, it's just, mm-hmm. it's like there it is. And then uh, E was instrumental in, uh, we have a longtime Guggen who goes back to AM 600, the ball. That's wow. how long he's been listening. Yeah. Shout out. He's moving to North Carolina mm-hmm. next week, mm-hmm. and he said one of his bucket listings was to come to one of my shows. Okay. So special shout out to Dean Miller who uh, came with his friends, family. Yes, last night. And it was a pleasure to meet him moving to North Carolina and uh, wish him well, and he'll be listening um, on the app. Good luck, Dean. Yeah. Yeah, very nice, very nice. Good luck up here in Charlotte. John, just wondering, um, do you have a question? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, And these are from last night. Wonderful. Did not play last night. Jeff, did you play last night? Okay. I did not. E, did you play anywhere okay. last night? No, nah, I ain't played. All right. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. Car rental companies. In cars. Doo-doo. Which unit of frequency is also the name of a car rental company? Dollar. No. What now? Unit of frequency. Oh, frequency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a hertz is what that is. That's hertz. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I just heard My dog you. thought he said currency. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why we the got Titanic. a team here. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yes, the Titanic. The Titanic. Terrible. Sunk. Yes. When asked how she survived the Titanic disaster, mm-hmm. who reportedly replied, I'm unsinkable? The unsinkable something. Molly, Molly uh, Brown. Is it the unsinkable Molly Brown? Uh, uh, I know, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Are you asking or are you telling? I just want to make sure you're kind of. I'm telling. <laughs> it's the unsinkable yeah. Molly Brown. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That is correct. You never heard that? Yeah. That's what I'm here for. That's why we're, we're a team. talking off yeah, the uh, again today, Googans. Um, I've never heard yeah, of the, the unsinkable <laughs> Molly Brown. Is yeah. She, she's not the old lady yeah. that, that was based on in the movie, is she? Anyone? I don't know well, the whole story. That Kathy person? Bates played her in, in the Titanic movies. Yes. Oh, that was her yes. in the Titanic movies? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, by the way, so Dean also got to experience when you know when we call the music category the Manilo, you know, oh, all the Gugans and Guganella shining. So he got the full, God yeah, bless the full the treatment. That's right. Okay. Landmarks. Landmarks. A world heritage. Sagrada site. Familia. Since 1983, uh-huh. what has been called the jewel of Muslim art in India? Oh, that's the uh, Taj Mahal, or yeah, right. Is it, say, say, is read the, the whole Mahal question again, in, real in quick. India? Yes, again, landmarks. Yes, oh, a landmark. world Taj heritage Mahal. site. Yeah, Taj Mahal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is correct. Thank you. Parks. Oh, parks. Central Park. Yes. Goldhead State Park. Very nice. <laughs> Named for an artist and naturalist, which park in New Orleans has a rookery on Bird Island? 
Oh, we got to think of parks. We got to name a park. Mm. Mm. Let me say it one more time. Too. Name for an artist and naturalist. Okay, which park in New Orleans has a rookery on Bird Island? I, I love how when John what's, what's, reemphasizes, like we're we're yeah. up to date on our naturalists. No, but what's, I've got a naturalist no, 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 top no. ten, John. No, what he's it's, it's, it's like Monet or M- no, Monet. Or, no, it's like what's the bird thing? Audubon Society. That one. Audubon. What is it? What the Audubon Park? That would. He said his name for a person though. Is Audubon a person? I, I'm. That's what I because he said bird and that's <laughs> Audubon, right? Say it one more time, John. Sure. Named for an artist and naturalist, which park in New Orleans has a rookery on Bird Island? Rookery in Bird Island is Audubon, but I don't know if that, so that maybe was a person and then maybe that, because we don't know the, otherwise it's not like Smith Park. No, no, no. I'm just wondering, is it like, like Lafayette Park? You know, know, he's not an explorer though, it's an artist. So it's, I'm thinking Picasso, Monet, yeah, no, no, because it's uh, more Ansel Adams. Yeah, uh, but I'm wondering if what the bird. I don't know. Again, I should have listened the third time you repeated. I'm going to need one more for the exact context here. <laughs> I should probably listen to the question. Yeah. I think this might be a record fourth time. Yeah, it might be. It I, might be I a fourth read. I'm terrible. Anyway. It might be a fourth read. All right, go ahead. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> named for an artist and naturalist, which park in New Orleans has a rookery? On Bird Island, um, it's it, it's definitely it's a name, so it's not Audubon. I don't know. I don't think right. Audubon is a name. I think Audubon. See, I wonder if it might be a name. Oh, that's uh, why I'm wondering if there's a person Audubon I just, who I just don't know. But Audubon I don't know. Park in New. I mean, out. I've been to New Orleans, you know, a thousand times. I've not done the parks. Do you think you know the name? Of no, the park? I just try to like think if of you a new hear or- it. Do you think you'll know it? I mean, is it like is it like you know De Gaulle or I mean well, that's I that's not that De Gaulle's route. not an artist. I'm yeah. just saying is it, is it? But it's America, so why? Well, French, French, very French influence. That's what I'm saying. I think it would look back to like the French culture and a French, right. you know, all right, all you right. know. So like, who's a, who's the feet or you who's know. a famous like, French artist? Like, so I'm saying my, Monet. Monet. Let's go Monet. All right, Monet. Audubon. Ah! Audubon. John J. Audubon. He was a person. Ah, yeah, wow, there you go. Yeah. yeah, that's on me. Yeah, sorry. Wow. Is I thought Audubon, Audubon then? I thought Audubon was literally a, like had its Speedway or something. Well, well, that's the, the Audubon, Audubon Society. But was, <laughs> but yeah. The, yeah, the Audubon Society. He was a person. I thought, he was. Yeah. I thought Audubon yeah. was like root words of like bird, the bird kingdom, to be honest. John James no, Audubon. He was, he was wow. all about the birds. Yeah. John yeah. James. Never heard of yeah. Audubon Park. I've never heard of they that. They call them the Birdman. Wow. <laughs> Bird. All right. Well, that's a good pull. Dan's still undefeated. We got that going. Oh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, so, we uh, ride together. E. We die together. Uh, trivia. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, and as we segue into our, to our next category, disorders. Yes. <laughs> what does the H stand for in the disorder ADHD? Attention deficit. Hype. Hyper, isn't it? Or attention deficit it, hyper? hyper disorder? Or what else could it be? Yeah, it gotta be hyper. Yeah, they, yeah, they can't. They're hyper. Hyper. Yes, hyperactivity. Yeah, yeah. 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 Audubon kite. <laughs> Audubon. <laughs> oh, I had it. Too. That's a shame. Uh, y'all did, I, yeah, I thought you guys were gonna get it. Y'all did, did it to I, me last week. Well, I forget what it was. It was one of those. Mm. It was the uh, the the Pacific. Oh yeah, you know that one I just missed. I guess I had another one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no one knows. Okay, 
world leaders. Oh, yeah. Shoot, yeah. In April 1945, what leader and his mistress were executed at Lake Como? Uh, 1945 is World War II. Where's Lake Como? Italy is. No, that's got to be Mussolini. Yeah, then if it's Italy, it'd be Mussolini. Yeah. Mussolini. Mussolini was was yeah. killed, and they put his head in the square. Yeah. So yeah. Mussolini, they yeah, they, nice. yeah, they were hanged. I think they were hanged in public. Oh, yeah. yeah, they were. Yeah. And then they, they, and then they let him desecrate the body. They hung him. They said, "Y'all have fun. Uh-huh. Play soccer." Wow. I mean, they did. Yeah, and he kind of deserved it, for sure. Yeah, yeah, kind of did. Yeah. yeah, very good. Okay, so we're gonna go old school. Okay, I say that because it's about like forty years old, probably at okay. least. All right. Um, a classic line that uh, oh, I like it. That even pres- a president might have might have taken from this from this and used. Okay, okay, E, if you would please. Okay, go ahead, oh, make, make my day. <laughs> okay, so mm-hmm. obviously it was Clint Eastwood and. Uh, Dirty Harry, mm-hmm. which he was it? Uh, sudden impact. Oh, very good. Go ahead. Wow, Dan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm impressed. Thank you. I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah. President Reagan used that line a couple times in his administration. It almost, that, it, so, it almost uh, sounds like Ronald Reagan a little bit. Yeah, it it kind of does. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Speaking of still with us, I don't want to. Say anything? Yeah, Clint's ninety-three years old. Clint's had a good run, man. Yeah, it's he Clint really is, has. Clint is to the point where it's uncomfortable when they bring him into the booth for at Pebble. Yeah, just from like he doesn't yeah. seem really engaging. He also mm-hmm. like, man, I give. I mean, he was making movies and directing movies, and you know, like mm-hmm. Grand Torino was a good movie, and he was yeah, well, old. We just movie. did the Mule. He had to be yeah. ninety for that. Yeah, he yeah. Made some good movies. close to it. Good movies. Yeah, he's a pretty good actor. People kind of respect him. Yeah. Clint Eastwood's probably top five American actors. Could be, right? <coughs> yeah, he definitely has staying power for sure. Just depends where you put our guy. Who is oh, Will. Will. Yeah, I probably probably <laughs> put and, and I'm not huge on these guys, but I think if you were right, you'd probably go like De Niro, Pacino, Eastwood, Hackman. Is that about Hanks? Hanks. Hanks yeah. Yeah. Holo, Denzel. Denzel. Well. Yeah. I've watched sure. The Equalizer and Equalizer 2 about a thousand times. <laughs> You've mentioned that so many times the past couple of weeks. <laughs> I haven't seen three They're yet. great movies. I haven't seen three. the third so good. One. It was good. Three the same as one yeah. and two. One was and two good. were the same. One oh. was the best one. For sure. You, know. you haven't seen the third one? You know, what he did, to those, what he did to those Russians right. when he Effortless. set that watch. Oh, man. Effortless. Oh, gosh, I'm so good. <laughs> so good. Okay. <laughs> Music. Metalo! <laughs> In October 1979, mm-hmm. Bob Marley and his group headlined at what Harlem venue, the first reggae band to do so? Got to be the Apollo, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That was easy. They got a Marley movie coming out. Did you see that, E? <clears throat> yeah, I did see that. I saw that, too, advertised. You know. Taxes. Taxes? No, no bueno. Yeah. Yep. Got to pay him. That refused, time of the year. Refused to pay him. Hadn't paid him in 20 years. Oops. I said that all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm against what them. Is the, <laughs> what is the name of the tax preparation company that sets up temporary locations inside approximately 3,000 Walmart stores? Is that H&R, H&R Block? 
I, 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 that would be my. I'm answer. among yeah. the group that doesn't do my taxes at Walmart, <laughs> so I'm not sure. I, 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 I like take them to a, take them to like a CPA. That, I've heard I mean, who CPA. else could it be? I mean, it could. Um, yeah, it could be. Who's uh, another one? You know, uh, Quicken. Uh, well, this is a tax company. Yeah, yeah I, that's uh, the one. Uh, hey. Yeah, gotta be. H&R yeah. Johnny block. says go with the first gut. Yeah. There were two H and R blocks. Yeah, the answer is H and R block. The answer is Jackson Hewitt. Ah, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> those aren't the same. No. Oh, I thought those were the same. You know what they I say? Do the same thing, oh, but up yours, Jackson, and screw you, Hewitt. How about that? Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Human anatomy. Oh yeah, femur. Okay. What organ ranges from twenty to twenty-five feet in length on <laughs> average? I hate to brag. <laughs> this is the it's small like intestine. intestine. Yeah. What was it? Small intestine. <laughs> intestines. Yeah, small intestine. Yeah. Very good. Okay. State mottos. State mottos. Live free or die. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you're going to get this, Dan. Mm. You probably should. Okay. App- appearing on the flag and seal of New York State. Oh boy. Which one-word motto from Latin that mm. begins with the letters E-X means ever upward? And it's the, what is it, the... Uh, uh, Appearing on the flag and the seal of New York State. Is that Which uh, one-word motto from Latin that begins with the like letters Excelsior, 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 Excelsior. Excelsior. Something like that. Excelsior is correct. Excelsior, for sure. Yes. Which is Latin for live free or die. YOLO. A lot of people don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, got time for a couple more, Johnny. Okay. That's that's our new crunch time jingle. Yeah. (laughs) It's crunch time. Crunch time, Johnny. (laughs) Okay. Movies. Movies. Who provided the voice of Darth Vader in the 1977 movie Star Wars? It's James Earl Jones, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Time for one more? Sure. sure. Maybe Math. two. <laughs> Math? Okay. Oh, oh, we yeah. did that this morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on this. All right. Okay. What is the longest side of a right triangle called? Uh, longest side. Uh, uh, I got a C in geometry. There's, a, there's the there's the acute. Is that the hypotenuse? Hi- hypotenuse. Yeah, it's yeah. hypotenuse. Hypotenuse. Yeah. Very good. Very good. All right, last one. Okay. Last one. Here we go. All right, one more. Okay. Promise. Uh, space. The final frontier. These are the voyages. Who was the? F- <laughs> Who was the first human to journey into space? Was it Glenn or no? Have we done this before? It's either Glenn or. Or was it a Aldrin? Is that Buzz Aldrin? No. no. Was it a? It, it wasn't like a I, Russian not, guy, right? My, I, two things I've determined oh, through years wait, of was trivia. It, was it? A, I'm terrible on both. It wasn't Jaeger, was it? Jaeger bomb. Yeah. Was it Chuck, Chuck Jaeger? Jaeger? That's one of those guys. Or is it? Or is it a Russian guy? I don't y- think it's Yoda a Russian guy. Some we don't know the name. Yuri. I think. Huh? Oh wait. Yoda says some guy. His first name Yuri. Yuri Asimov. Yuri what? 
Yuri G has, has he says looked this up or is he? No, just, Yoda's all knowing. Yeah, you know I, that. I know, but sometimes the all knowing are <laughs> pulling a grip. He's got his hands <laughs> in his hair. He's playing with his hair, man. Right. He's got his hair right okay. now in his head. He He's... needs a haircut too. By the way, <laughs> he and Jordan Travis can go together. <laughs> so do I, Yoda. And by we the can way, go together. And by I also the way, you need, need a haircut. Yeah. I'm, so what are you guys going with? I'm going with Yoda's Yuri over. Yeah, I hate to do it, but you know And by the way, if we're wrong. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. No, Yuri yeah. Gargarin. Yes, yeah. it was always right. Space. He's always right. Yuri. Very good. <laughs> he doesn't speak often, but he carries a big stick. He's 19. So I give him credit. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. He's an old soul. He's brilliant about good stupid round, stuff. Boys. Thank like you, us. Johnny. Appreciate Thank you, Johnny. my man. Have a great right. week. We'll see you. We'll Bye. see you next week. That's uh, Get Smart, John. We'll come back with an abbreviated 10-minute drill. We've also got uh, the Daniel Murphy Power Hour. Um, we'll wait to talk baseball in that hour. Just a few baseball storylines that are, that are, you know, percolating a little bit. Hick, I saw MLB.com's power, initial power rankings for 2024 yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I was, su- I was surprised at what I saw. Okay. All right. Um, we got a lot to get to. Let's talk some Jags when we come back on the other side as well. Plus, uh, cue up some of the other headlines from around the sports world. You're listening to The Drill. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. All right. All right, we got sports concepts and rationalizations coming your way. We call it the 10-minute drill. At the end of the drill, we like to hand out some razzle-dazzle. Yes. And e, you're the announcer of uh, the razzle-dazzle. Uh-huh. What do we have? We got a pair of tickets to see the greatest piano man live at the Thrasher Horn. Uh, that's going to be Friday, January 12th. E? Yep. Just for the record, I've been told this. Uh-huh. And I don't know this to be true. Talk to me. But you just announced it. I believe... It's the greatest piano men. Oh, well, my paperwork says the greatest piano man. man. Singular. I believe it's men, but I'm not sure if it's singular or plural. So (laughs) double check on that one. Yeah. But you might not just get the greatest piano man. You might get the greatest piano man. You might get the men. Okay. I don't know if it needs any more introduction than that. It's a fantastic uh, gift. And right now we're handing those out. Not right now. At the end of the drill. At the end of the drill. Yeah, I have a question for you, sir. Oh, tell me. This former Jag is about to tie Junior Seau, Lou Groza, uh, for the most games played in NFL history, which will oh. make it 268 games. E, do you know who that is? Can you name the former Jag who's about to tie Junior Seau and Lou Groza, the late Junior Seau and Lou the Toe Groza, for the most games played in NFL history? Former Jag. Yeah, oh. former Jag. Oh. Mm-hmm. First-round pick. Must be talking about Mercedes. Oh, oh, that's he a good stole one. Stole it, Mercedes for the steal. <laughs> oh, are you trying to get? <laughs> yeah, he will tie those two. Uh, that's twenty eighth in NFL history. My question to you, Jokers: What non kicker has played in the most games in NFL history? Uh, Bruce Matthews. Good guess. Um, He's fifteenth with huh? two hundred and ninety six games. Wow, non kicker. Mm-hmm. Or oh, punter. Like, like, and non- not punter. Yeah. Non-punter. Is it a long snapper? Morton Anderson's played the most, 382. No, it's not a long snapper. What it's position a, player? Uh, I, 382. Oh, lineman. Adam Vinatieri, 365. Gary Anderson, 353. Jeff Fiegels, 352. I'm not counting George Blanda because mostly he was a kicker and a backup quarterback. Joe Thomas? Uh, 340. Nah, Joe Thomas had a shorter career. This next guy is sixth. Jackie Slater. Jackie Slater. That's a good guess as well, but that's also incorrect. Uh, what was the center last name? Mack. But not that long. Alex okay. Mack, he ain't been, no, he ain't no, been around no, long enough. No, 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 no. This is one of those dudes. It's, it, it's a lineman, right? It's offensive lineman? Nope. That's not. No. Oh, uh, 
not Daryl Green. Daryl Green's a good guess. He's right behind Bruce Matthews. This guy has played in 335 Still? games. Oh, is it, it's not Mercedes. No, Mercedes is down 260-something. Oh, you said that. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, when you said he was, I, I caught the very end of that. Yes, um, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, you know how you're all about, by the way, I caught it because I stopped in the mirror for just a second, not to look at myself and oh. to think, wow, you look good or bad today. Mm-hmm. But instead, <laughs> mm-hmm. something caught my attention on my T-shirt. And you know how you're old, bro? You're old when the established date is like, eh. Like, when the established date yeah. doesn't seem like it's that long. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm wearing a shirt that says established, 1987. Well, not that so long ago. Big deal. Well, yeah. <laughs> Great. I was in college. So, good the answer you. is, and it's a sort of a, it's not a trick question, but I'm surprised. Uh, Brett Favre? That's a, also a good guess. Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, forget about games. the quarterbacks. And by the way. Is that a ne- next one a quarterback, too? The next one, you won't get, and you should get. Okay. So, he's ninth with 303. Um, Is it a quarterback also? Nope. Brett Favre uh, is 302. This guy played 303. Okay. Um, and you say it's not an O lineman. No, um, I didn't say it wasn't an O lineman. Oh, oh. I said that first. It seems one like O lineman played a long time. Uh, but how about. I, but um, I'll tell you this. Oh. It's not an O lineman. Okay. Uh. All right. What are we going with it? They play a long time. If it's not a specialist and it's not a quarterback, I, if I give you the position, you'll get it. Jerry oh, Rice. There you go. Yeah. Jerry Rice. How about, see, greatness in longevity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The two best, the GOATs at their position, both played yeah. the most. Yeah, and didn't have to to be the GOATs either. They yeah. didn't have to, but You know what did. I mean? Yeah. I was looking at Jerry Rice. The, art, the, the, the conversation we had about Randy Moss as being my GOAT. Mm-hmm. Jerry Rice's numbers is crazy. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. the GOAT. He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, other take... guys up there, Drew Brees, Brett Favre, they played a lot of games. Phillip Rivers. Here's a defensive end who played a lot, Jim Marshall. 282 wow. football games. Um Bruce Smith, Clay Matthews, uh, Bruce Jason Smith's still Witten. with us? That's a terrible question. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tony's son. Yes, Tony's son. <laughs> he had, the other way he around. Had, he had had enough. <laughs> he had had enough. No more. The Falcons, the, the Falcons once traded Brett Favre for a running back named Tony Smith, who I think ironically was yeah. also Southern Miss. Did you see? Yeah. Okay, so Harbaugh. Jimmy. Atlanta teams have traded Brett Favre and Luka Doncic. That's how we roll. Yeah, it is. And Dion. Yeah, but that had to. We had him for a while at least. Go ahead. Um, the Harbaugh's are Jim and John. Mm-hmm. And they grew up with their daddy. Jack. Jack, mm-hmm. who was a coach. And the dude interviewed. If I had it to do over again, I would have named one of my boys Jack. Jack's a good name. I like that name. Jack Strong. A lot of, Strong. Lot of uh, people here like to name their kid Jackson. Yeah, I don't like Jackson. That okay. takes it from they strong it, and masculine to kind of soft. It. I think the Jackson's a little soft. Mm. I mean, to all you Jackson out there, I love you, but yeah, Jack to me is more like. You just lost the Jackson family. The reason that I like Jack. <laughs> the reason I like Jack is because it's not Jackson. That's I, yeah. I kind of like both. Well, anyway, good. so Jack Harbaugh. Now, Jim Harbaugh, those Harbaugh's are like our age, 60 years old. So you got to think Pops is like 90. I don't know how old he is, but I'd be yeah. curious. Anyway, John's the older one, right? Let's look. I think John's probably, they're both, I mean, 60, speak for yourself. But anyway, I. Yeah, they're, come they're back. both a little Jack bit is older. 84. Okay. And John and uh, Jim, I'm going to guess like 61, 59. I do know that Jim Harbaugh was the coach of the Bears when I was, I mean, the, 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 the quarterback of the Bears when I was in. Oh, they might be my same age. You might be right. Jim is 60. J- so he's older. And then John's older than Jim. He's probably 62. Trim play for the Colts. John is 61. 
He played for the Bears first. Okay. He was drafted by the Bears. Bears and then the Colts. Yeah. But anyway, Jack got interviewed with his wife after the game on the field. And I mean, he is Jim in 30 years, 20 years. After I mean, the Michigan game. Yes. He is the spitting image of his son, and he sounds like him, and he says, you know, he says this, although we've heard this story 8 million times. We had a saying when the boys were young, who's got it better than us? Nobody. This is unbelievable. He was so proud. Imagine if they could this year. Now, already they made history. Brothers met each other in the Super Bowl, yeah, which we probably didn't give enough credit. They might go champion, champion. Yeah, imagine if they go college and NFL champion at the same time. Yeah. I, I Listen, obviously, I want the Jags. If the Jags don't win the AFC, do you would you just you hate anyone else that wins, or is there a team that you would? I don't want the Chiefs. Yeah. Like I would, I want, I would root for Lamar. I, yeah, I'm, I'm in that Lamar, and it's not so much the Ravens. Like I like the Bills better than the Ravens, but I would not be disappointed to see Lamar like, get his yeah. and give a big. I like to see the middle Bills. finger. To everyone I guess I'd like to see the, the Bills, Bills. It's yeah. because of the fans. Yeah, Buffalo Tom exclusively for me. I'm. T- I don't. I'm, uh, I don't like Raven fans more yeah. than I don't like Bills. The char- See, here's the deal with me. The charm of Bills. Except fan, for you, Glenn, my friend Glenn. The the charm of Bills fan is completely worn off on me. I'm over yeah, the bill. Yeah. They're as obnoxious mostly, as anybody yeah, else. So, and, 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 Dude, <laughs> there was like bill- the rude and hey. cr- when you're the little guy that can, Bro. the rude and the crude is kind of charming. But when you're good and you're are you, rude, are you still rude? Like, yeah. <laughs> I saw a video from this weekend. Bill's Mafia. This dude, and they had the table out. They were going to jump on the table. This one dude jumped on the table and was on fire. Mm. And they're all laughing at him sure. as he's walking around on fire. And they're screaming, Dude! Stop, drop, and roll, and they're and it's muddy and I mean, and then another guy walks over. Then you to, go into the game like that, by the oh, way. Oh, it's or unbelievable. Post game, hopefully. Wait, I'm thinking it's probably. I don't know. Pre game? I don't know. Oh, my man was on fire. That's all I know. And the last time I thought Light about it, being up, on fire up, is up. not what you want to be. I think it hurts. I don't right. ever want to burn. Six four one ten ten. Be kind. Be courteous, oh. and you can see the greatest piano. Men of all time. <laughs> and right. when's that coming up, E? Uh, January 12th. All right, all right, when we come back, if you think the Titans don't want to win this weekend, we'll let you hear from their head coach. We got other Jag news, man. Tell me why we aren't Tell on me the why. F- <laughs> we aren't on the phone with a veteran running back who suddenly is available. Mm-hmm. And if you can give me a good reason why, I'll accept it. Mm-hmm. Trent, you're not allowed to call in. All your reasons hit my ears is kind of sucking. So other than Trent Bauke, if someone can give me a good reason why not, I'll entertain it. So that and more. Well, he's not available yet. so He's about to be. Yeah. Right? Well, he's got to go through waivers. Is that yeah. how it works? Yeah. And then we won't be high on the claim, but we will well, be. Well, I don't the, know if anybody will claim him. Well, we'll be higher a free now. Agent. We'll be, but but if, we, if the Jags wanted to, they uh, this is where losing all those games helps. Yeah. And suddenly you're the sixth seed, not the two seed. Yeah. You can get him ahead of somebody that might want him. And that's if, if they do. I do because you know what, Dan? There's no harm. It's a no-lose situation. Who's got it better than us? And who is that? Nobody. Tell you when we return. You're listening to The Drills of Beach Rose Plumbing Wednesday. Because it sucks to lose, Gentry. Trey, you ever need to show you anything? Uh, Did you have another thought or no? I'm just curious. Why? It sucks. Losing. Awful. That's why I want to win. Because you don't sleep. You want to win for the players that bust their tail. That's it. All right, look, that's a fair. those are fair points for Mike Vrabel. That's Titans head coach. But that doesn't mean you can automatically apply that attitude to his players. That's who you worry about. You worry about the guys. Yeah, I'm glad he's not playing. I mean, I'm glad he's not playing, too. 
And, and his message has got to be falling on deaf ears at this point, right? Yeah, I don't know. They went 26 uh, three losers last week. They got killed down here. That's They're- another team that, man, you can get, like, I think if Vrabel left, he'd go to New England when Belly leaves New England, I think. You better be careful if you're Tennessee, man. Vrabel's a good coach. Oh, for sure. And yeah, they mean, don't have good talent. No. And, and they, so, they, they're, they're also poorly run from a player personnel standpoint. Well, they they they're t- they're no they're 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 quarterback picks are like Gabbert and Bortles and that kind well, of pick. Well, you got to find out about Levis. Uh, it's too he's had some good games. It's too early. Spoiler on alert: They're going to be having a new one in three years. Just I, not going to be good enough. I'm not going to say that. I, yeah, you know. Not going to be good enough. He's had some real stinkers too. I mean, I maybe uh, I've seen a good Josh game here. Josh Allen there. Uh, stinkers early. Yeah, he's not near as athletic and good as Josh Allen. He's. Not right now. No one. Josh Allen was terrible his we, rookie we, year. We watched. Terrible. We watched Levis at Kentucky when he was already a quote prospect, and he was nothing special. Well, he's no better than Kyle Trask. No better than Kyle Trask. As a pro quarterback, he's I way better. Than I don't Kyle. know. I've never seen Trask play. And I'm just you saying never will apparently. And you're seeing Levis because they overdrafted him. Yeah. I mean, he's the who would you I rather? Mean, he's way better than Kenny Pickett. Who would you rather play he's this week? He's a first week? round, huh? I don't know if he's way better. We'll see. Who, who would you rather play this? Who would you rather be playing for the Titans this week as a Jaguar side? Would you rather be Levis or Tannehill? A lot of guys Levis. said Tannehill. Well, a lot Levis. of guys said that, but if Levis has Give a me game. Give me Levis' numbers. I mean, what's his rating? Is it not 70 uh, something? I mean, I could be wrong. I know he had a, one great game. I remember that. It was before they played us. Eight and four. Eight touchdowns, four picks? Yep. Uh, well, what it's is not a this? ton of interceptions, so, I mean, he's relatively protecting the ball. Yeah. He's been sacked a bunch. I do know that. He's been hurt. He hasn't won. I mean, I don't know. It reeks of those same kind of hopeful quarterback picks we had for years. That's what it feels like to me. It feels like this is more Gabbert, Bortles, mm. Leftwich than it is Mahomes, you know, Trevor, Burrow, Herbert. That's what it I, I Again, could be wrong. Listen, the best game he had was a wing and a prayer, bro. I watched that Falcons game, and he was just throwing the ball up for grabs, and it happened to Hopkins happened to run underneath it. You know, no. he got away with a couple. One was, you know, so you know, what's his completion percentage? Sub sixty. Um, just looking at his game by game here. <clears throat> How many good games can you find me? Just the one, or is there no, been more? No, I thought he was pretty good against Miami. They won that game. Yeah. he's twenty-three of 60 percent, three hundred twenty-seven yeah, yards and a, a touch. Game. That's a good game. Um, beat Carolina. He was eighteen to twenty-eight for one eighty-five. That's a Bether game. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying he's terrible. I'm not. I just don't think that. He's I don't gonna, think he's. Is he going to catch Trevor and Stroud? He's three and six. I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah, but I'm not. I, I just. I don't know. Well, you got listen. Don't get me wrong. If I've got, I've got to keep him. Yeah. I'm not saying you know. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I just don't believe in. I haven't. Didn't believe I in just Will not, on draft day. I don't believe him in Kentucky. I don't I'm not him ready now. to dismiss him That's yet. Fair. That's what you seem to be. You're ready yeah. to dismiss him. I'm well, not ready to and I'm him. also by nature much quicker to do that than you are in general. So yeah, yeah uh, Will Levis to me stinks. Yeah. Um, and if it were me, I'd try and go get fifty-eight point four percent. Like if you were the Titans, would you not rather have Kirk Cousins next year? Are you ready to win right now? I, I, I'm ready. I'm always ready to win right now. In the NFL, no, I mean, that should be your yeah, attitude, right? Should, Anyone can from one year to the I next. I don't think the Vikings are letting Kirk Cousins okay. go anywhere. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, he's not a free agent. Russell he's, Wilson. He's a free agent, though. So you're going to have to really pay him. Kirk Cousins? Cousins Again. a free are agent. Are you sure? Yeah. I know this from my son's Falcons research. Okay. What about Russell Wilson? Don't want him. Okay. But I don't want. 
I don't want Levis either. I do think if Levis were quarterbacking the Broncos, they wouldn't. You know, Levis is more Drew Locke to me. They might have a moment. You're not terrible if you got to use him. I just don't think he's going to be your franchise guy. Okay. And and well, the question you ask. I'm yourself, not the whisperer. I don't know. Yeah. The question you ask yourself is, can you win a Super Bowl with him? That's yeah. the question. Now it's yeah. too early on Will Levis, but if you draft him and invest a even a second round pick, you you got to sure. Think, and obviously they've given up on the other kid, Malik Willis. Yeah. It was also a high pick. That was quick. Third rounder, maybe yeah. for him. And so, and Tannehill's gone, so it's Will Levis's team next year, yeah. unless they go get a veteran for sure. And I, and to be honest with you, in a division that has C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson mm-hmm. and Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. that's fourth on the list. Okay, and well, so the Titans are in big, big trouble for however many years they got to come. Yeah. I, when is the fourth quarterback on how, the list one in the division? I don't know how you can say Anthony Richardson's ahead of Will Levis just based only based on draft. Well, he was playing better than when he got hurt. He made more plays in four games than Levis has made all year. I don't think that's true. Okay. I think he. How many total touchdowns did you say Levis has? Eight, eight, eight and what's, four. What's what's Richardson got? Six. Oh, that's a good question. He played like three games. He ran for four, right? He's got four rushing already. Maybe four more. games completed under sixty percent. Gotcha. He has three touchdowns and one pick. And how many running? Uh, five. Four. Okay, he's got seven touchdowns in how many games? Three. So that's it. Now we got to throw in the running touchdowns. What did First, I... well, we're certainly using them now. Lamar ain't Lamar if you don't put the rushing. Hurts okay. ain't Hurts. Jo- uh, Josh Allen ain't Josh Allen. Add another one for Will then. He's got one? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying uh, 100% I'd rather yeah. have Anthony Richardson than Will Levis. 11 to 25 in a game for again, Anthony Richardson? Again, we're... We're getting like the first three out of the gates for Richardson. He didn't get, oh, get any it. chance to mature I at all. I, I, I get. The, my point is this. I, I'm going to ask you next this. Next year. No, hold yeah. on. All right. Next year, when we're in week four and he gets hurt again, then what are we going to say? Because I've been saying it from day one. There's certain guys that I just think he's always hurt. No, I, I, that, that's fair. I'm saying if you had a game this weekend, if the Jacks are going to Tennessee this weekend, Anthony Richardson, or Will would you rather be facing as the, for to win the game as the Jaguars? Would you rather face Anthony Richardson or Will Levis? And to me, it's Will Levis, and it's by a mile because Richardson can beat me with those legs. That yeah, I got to count now because that's his primary okay. advantage, right? Yeah. Eh, this is not this is not in any way meant to pump up Anthony Richardson. I, yeah. I don't know. No, I, just, I know. I would just rather have again, him than Levis. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And you were quick to put him at. Four and I'd, so, so I don't know. Yeah, fair. I, I just we'll see. I guess is what I'm and saying. And by the way, there are a lot of people in Houston that wouldn't put Trevor one. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't be wrong. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, what we've seen from two and a half years from Trevor and half a year from Stroud, the best, the best quarterback well, in the three division. years from Trevor now. Yeah, or three years in. Correct. Yeah. And the a best. lot. And I, Jack feels like, oh, forget the first year. Okay, that's fine. And again, I'm not I give Trevor year. Lawrence a lot of credit. And I think you said this yesterday. Let's not forget mm-hmm. where this franchise was when he got here and where it is today. The worst franchise in the NFL were By the Jags. a mile. Right. And people we, for, sorry, Junie Bug, sucked. And people have forgotten that. They have. They have. And so this is a guy who came in at the most important position. NFL teams don't get better. They get better quarterbacks. Yeah. And he's got us on the verge of back-to-back. So I hope he doesn't listen to the haters. There's still a lot wrong with this team, Dan. Yeah. The O-line obviously is inadequate. Yes. Right? It's just, 100%. that's a fact. Yes. The receivers are average, Dan. Yes. He, the receivers are what Trevor has become with them. There is no one on that going above the X's and O's, including Calvin Ridley, who most certainly is not him. By the way, our one-to-one financial poll question of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the Jags regular season MVP? And I'm, I'm going to ask you this question. I'll ask you this question. E, give me four guys. Four, yeah. 
to fo- vote on first. Give me four oh, guys. Josh Allen. Okay. Foyer. Okay. Christian Evan Ingram. Okay. And I'm gonna have to go Jenkins. Okay, those four. All right, I'm gonna now go you with, give me four. Yeah, it's it, we've forgotten about this guy, but if he carried the football team defensively for a few, I would put Josh Allen for one. I put Darius Williams as my second. Okay. Guy. All right. Um. It, then I would put Ingram. Okay. And this guy's forgotten, but if he didn't play as even pedestrian as he is right now, mm-hmm. we might be 6-10, and 10 and that's ETN. Right. Because we have nothing behind him. Right, you want so to talk about value. If that here, guy goes out, we're running for 14 yards. Okay, so week. you should put four. Here are the four that I put, okay. by the way, which are not the same. <clears throat> Josh Allen, who, by the way, is the winner. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. But I put Evan Ingram too. He's got 104 catches. I, know man. I mean, I don't know how I, I, Ingram though is. It's there's a lot of just dink and dunk, and he I hasn't made it, a lot of big plays. Somebody's got to catch those. Dinks I hear and dunks. you. I'm yeah. yeah not, when, he'd when, be second for me when when nobody else is open. He yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. So, but you're right. It's it's, and I think we said this a week ago. It, it's a quiet 104 catches for sure. And it's not, and that's not meant in a mean way. I tip he of the doesn't. Catch, he's the previous not, record for a tight end in Jacksonville was 73. He by him. Yeah. He's at 104. Yeah. He's an he's a Pro Bowler this year. He has at least he's maintained that second half yes. surge that he got on last yes. year. So anyway, I got Josh Allen, Evan Ingram. I got Foyer because he's tied for the lead yeah. in, in tackles. Yeah, that's with fair. with Zaire Franklin. They're going down to the wire here to see who wins. He'd be three in a row for him. And then I put just because I don't care. I put Trevor. I put Trevor, and I feel like you know. Well, that I I listen. He drives the engine. Well, if they and and if people don't understand that if they didn't have Trevor, they'd have four or five wins. Then okay, right. So anyway, but but he's not had a great year. He's not played like an MVP. So I wouldn't. He would be low on my list. But but the but the it doesn't matter who if ETN's on there. It doesn't matter if Jenkins is on there because Josh Allen wins overwhelmingly by the fans, and he should. He wins overwhelmingly by me. Yeah. Do we have three Pro Bowlers on this team? Yes. you think so? I think uh, we're going to get Ingram and Allen and who? Foyer? Shouldn't Foyer. Foyer? I think Foyer finally gets he, it because Foyer did it on national TV yeah, against the Saints. Yeah, too. and he also, you know, we had if if they'd have done the Pro Bowl voting when we were eight and three and they were singing our praises, oh, half they're, our team. they're right. We <laughs> yeah. would have had six yeah. or seven guys. Yeah. yeah, and now we're not. We're going to have. We're those are going to be. And only because they overlook Foyer every year, yeah. I'll believe it when so, I hear so it. So they have to give it. I'm to pretty him, sure man. the Pro Bowl announcements tonight. Is it? Oh wow! Could that be right? Could be. I'll say this: Evan Ingram, 104 catches. T.J. Hawkinson, who's done for the year, 95. Kelsey, in a quiet year, has 93. Give me yards for each of those guys. Does he have less yards than both of them? Yeah, but not by much. Okay, by a hundred less than Kelsey, and less than a hundred to Hawkinson. It, what so, about Laporta? Is he that? Is he up there? Let me catches. Find the next he probably has seventy something. And Joku's who's got eighty one now. Yeah, he's had a big year. He's had an Evan Ingram year. He's had a hey, I like Joe Flacco year. Yeah, I mean he's taken off the. I mean that guy was unbelievable the other. He he, he, he was pretty good last year. I think was they he? franchised him this offseason based on what he did last Laporta year. Laporta is only got you know he started what? slow. He's got eighty one for eight sixty though. That's a lot though no, for a rookie. Eighty one. No no no. But yards. The yards aren't as tight ends aren't getting down. Yeah. Well I. Uh, 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 Kelsey by a million miles, way under his average. So yeah, maybe just the the game itself. You know maybe they've learned how to defend them. Trey McBride, nice year. Another, that's a is he a rookie or second year? Second guy? year. That's the Colorado State guy that we thought about. Yeah, but well, we got Britton Strange, so we should be good. <laughs> um, let me see who the next. And by the way, seven ninety one for Trey McBride. They're all like ten yards a catch. Yeah, they, that's what they do. Cole Komet. That's fair. Six seventy eight with seventy catches, yeah. less than ten. Yeah, they're all ten. That's fair. And what is is Ingram over ten? 
No. Under, Ingram's what? like in the eights. I yeah, think. He, so he's significantly lower even though. 8.5. Yeah, that's way low. And I, that, that speaks to the dink and dunk. But again, you got to have it. It's, yeah. it's yard. I, um, this just in, by the way, don't lose sight of this because it is a tight end. You can often refer, you, you can often think of him as almost as safe a play as a running play. So if you're going to give me eight and a half a, a pop, I'm not going to complain. How about this, though? How about this for Evan Ingram? More yak than Hawkinson or Kelsey. That's More yak. Yeah. That's yards after catch if you're not aware. All right, I teased something before we went to break. I want to touch on it before we um, take sure. a timeout here. Timeout! I need a timeout, Jeff! I'm exhausted. I've given it my all today. I'm going to give I you. I need a blow. Yo, to get in for me. These are 2022 numbers 1,173 yards rushing, 4.4 yards per carry. That's still more than serviceable, is it not? Who, what now? 1,173 yards rushing, 4.4 yards per carry. Yes. Oh, Dalvin Cook last year? That's last year. And yeah. they, the Jets never played him. It was the damnedest thing. I don't uh-huh. know why they signed him. I'll tell him. you why, though. Because I watched some. A decent amount of the Jets. Brees Hall being there ripping off nine yard runs. Mm-hmm. And then Dalvin Cook go in there and get tackled for a loss. Well, see, we don't have to it worry about and we don't have to worry about him competing with, but the, the, listen, the Jags, if a contender has an here, I I guess here's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Could Dalvin Cook not be somebody's playoff Lenny this year? Yeah. Like the same thing that Leonard Fournette gave yeah. the Bucks. Couldn't Dalvin Cook do that? Yeah. Because the Bucs always had another run. Like, I would love the I I sign him. There is no no there's like there's no downside to this. You signed Dalvin Cook for this last game in the playoffs, and if he's good and helps you, great. And if he's not, well, let's bring in Dearness, you know, 2.1 a carry, and we'll just run him. Uh, Adam Schechter? Right, here he goes. He's going to tell us he's going to the Ravens. No, no, no. Adam Schefter. Schnepner? Schefter. Like Chef Boyardee? Yes. And Tur without the D. Schefter. So, I'm surprised you haven't called him Schefter with a D, actually. Schefterd. Adam Shefterd, the gray. He is a gray. He's jaundice. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I hope he's this, checked on his health. 47 minutes ago, soon to be former Jets running back Dalvin Cook officially will be placed on waivers today, meaning he could be claimed at 4 o'clock Thursday or if he is not, signed with another team anytime after. So he goes through the waiver process. So tomorrow. Be- yeah. You said Thursday. 4 o'clock Thursday. Oh, could be claimed at 4 p.m. ET yeah. Thursday. So yeah. 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 We're going yeah. to have a long wait. So that's why. So, I mean, yeah, everyone do their due diligence, their chats, their talks. Yes. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook really was was doing fine in his career. The, you know, his he became the starter and and got all the carries starting in 2019. Yeah, 4.5, Oh yeah, by the way, yeah, just for the record, also 53, 44, 34, 39 catching. I mean, this guy is a Swiss. Army knife that would help a football team that has got nothing from its backup running backs. All right, when we come back, I've got a, a plea, a SOS to a, a local to uh, please come home and save save our ship. That's oh, coming up here wow. on the uh, drill. Look forward to that. We got the Murphy Power. I'm right hour here, as well. friend. I'm right here already. It's all, it's all coming up. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. Hey, yeah, I wanna shoot, baby. Shoot, 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 loop. Go, Dan. Go, Dan. Let's go. <laughs> Who sings this? Is this the dog? No, but come on. The same, that, that sing Push It. You Salt be- and pepper. There you go. There you go. I get that right? Yeah. Woo! <laughs> yeah. What about that? That's a good pull. Great pull. That's as good as Bone Crusher. I didn't, no, you, 
Is that well, you know what, Bone Crusher? You had that question so many times, but this was a good poll. That's not a bad poll. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm going to put out an SOS here. I, I, This guy's one of my favorites, and I want him to come home. Come home, and he will help uh, our my football team greatly. And and so I don't know that he's coming home. I'm hoping and praying he comes home. I was surprised he went in the portal, but I had some uh, had some heads up on that, and that's Pup. Pup Howard. Pup Howard, yeah. linebacker from Jackson. Look at this. Grayson Pup Howard. Yes. Gave right? my son a concussion. He's nice. a good football player. Good for him. Bounced his head right off the turf. And, uh, yeah, Pup, you come you come to, come to Florida. We need you. You'll start right away. Um, and maybe they knew he was coming. My hope is that Pup, was, Pup went to South Carolina and surprised us a little bit. Um, he was a baller in high school. Now, I don't oh. think he played much up there, did he? He played some. Has he been there two years now or um, one? Just one. So he's a true freshman last year, and he's a big dude, man. I'm just telling – listen, get me pup. FSU is getting a criti- – uh, by the way, uh, Florida just hosted a bunch of their top targets. They're, they're targeting a lot of that second-level good player type, which, by the way, before you get too bent, that that's worked. Yeah. I mean – Jared Verse. Right. right. And, yeah. and, and others. Um, this is also big for FSU. The FSU roster, as it stands, with returning players and recruiting class, is a seven or eight win team. If they get the number one receiver in the portal, which they're in on, if they get the number two offensive tackle, which they do, and they have, so I'm not saying that they won't, but they need to. Yeah. If Norvell does not hit the grand slams in the portal like he did, you know these these last few years, so there's no reason to think he won't. But if he doesn't, FSU and FSU fans know they're going to have a drop off. That's why they wanted their opportunity this year. They know I, that. I wonder about the stupidity of coaches many times, yeah. especially of late. Okay. Just the decision making. Hmm. By the way, shout out to Dan Campbell. I thought he was terrific on the radio the other day. He's like he'd be talking to like it'd be like him talking to you or me, and you're talking to him, and you're trying to get him to say, well, you know, why did you go for it when the ball was on the seven, right? And Campbell's like, because I said we were going to win the game right there. I made up my mind we were going to win yeah. the game. And the, and the guys go, could you but be he, more flexible? When Should the ball was on the seven, and Dan Campbell's like, what? Just say it then, man. Say it like it. I told you what I think. You guys say it. And guy's like, uh, well, I, I I think it was reckless. I, I would say I would say this, dude. You used your emotions. And Dan Campbell said, fine, that's good. You say what you think. Say what you believe. I say what I believe. So, anyway, it was a good back and forth. And and I like that. I like that about Dan Campbell. So I thought that was. I guess here's what it's so disingenuous though. I mean, I get what you're saying. It's disingenuous. You don't care what he thinks. You did what you're doing. You're smarter. You're wrong. It's wrong to go for it from the seven, there, tough guy. So you can sit and talk down your nose. But are you going to say that's what he wants you to say? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Would you say that to him? No, he does not want you to say that. He doesn't want you to say that. By the way, one more. and this is why I he wants brought to bully you into saying just what the guy said. And is a little bit reckless. And this is why I this is why I brought this up. Okay, because I don't believe we're back to pup or no. no I'm back okay. to college coaches who are stupid. Okay. Pup Howard, I've sent out the SOS. Pup, uh, if nice. you're listening, come pup, home. Yeah, the bat signal. Come to come to yeah. Gainesville, little, man. Little Gatorhead, you might win yeah. six next year, Bob. I need come him. On. I still I saw my man Jake up there, in Michigan. I didn't like it. I'm happy it. for him. I saw him on the stairs. Yeah, on the bench. <laughs> yeah, waving like a crazy man. I wonder if he gets a ring if they win it. No. no. Uh, I don't know. He's helping the team. Maybe they Early give entry? out everybody rings. Well, yeah. I guess it He's is. He's practicing with them. Oh, then. Well, you know what? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I think you got to be on Probably the team not, for the but, year. Yeah. But, well, 
whatever. That would be cool, though. But get your ring and come home, Jake. With all due respect to Jake, I'm really, 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 really going to be pulling for Washington in that game. I think I may have said I'll be pulling for Washington as hard as a game that I don't have a rooting interest. But anyway, back to the stupidity of coaches and the lying. Okay. So I'm watching that Cotton Bowl uh, the other night. I got Mizzou and The Ohio State. And they're trotting that Devin Brown dude out, number 33 at quarterback, because I think Sammy Ball wore 33 or somebody. And, and Devin Brown lost the job to a guy who was pretty average. And when that dude announced he was going into the portal, my assumption was Ohio State told him to go in the portal because we're getting someone to take your job. It's kind of like Tate Rodemaker. Okay. But this kid had a decent year, but not a great year at the Ohio State. He doesn't look like he's going to be. Anyhow, he ended up going to Syracuse. And good luck to him. So then I'm watching this game, and the announcers are like, man, I'm telling you, uh, Ryan Day says they have no intention of going in the portal. No intention whatsoever. They're fine with Devin Brown, and then Devin Brown got hurt, and some other young kid got in there, and he they couldn't throw the ball worth a lick. And I was like, what do you mean they ain't going in? They got to get a quarterback, man. You got... You know, anyway, now I'm reading this. Sources. Kansas State transfer quarterback Will Howard, who, by the way, left Kansas State because the kid behind him is better than him, and he's going to go get the job. Uh, We'll take an official visit to the Ohio State in the upcoming days, a sign of mutual interest between the parties. He's visited both Miami and USC and is also considering the NFL draft. Will Howard, who's a pretty good veteran quarterback at K-State. But the kid they got there is more of a, Runner thrower, and they really like him. So this quarterback carousel is crazy, crazy. So anyway, that's how that's spinning. So we'll, well see. and I, I, I hope that some people take some. I mean, you look at the quarterback carousel last year, and there were some kids that just played, just made abject, ridiculously dumb decisions. Why would you go like somewhere who? where you, Spencer Sanders? Yeah. This guy was like an all Big Ten honorable mention. He goes. But to we never know the whole play. story. There's got to be more to the story. Well, then go to UTSA, Hick. Well, my maybe. my story is don't go where you're not going to play. Maybe I don't know. And I'm not. He may not have played at Oklahoma State. It may be why he left. I'm not saying that he stays where he is. Yeah. I'm saying of all the you know gin yeah. joints in the world, yeah. you can walk into one and get a drink. Yeah. I mean, if you have the credentials that he had, yeah, that's fair. I don't. I don't. You know, it's 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 interesting how the portal works and. It's not always the best thing, um, but we'll see. Well, and, you know, again, I, I I do think both FSU and Florida, for different reasons and coming off very different seasons, we need to have success in that portal. Uh, by the way, uh, from the text on Design by Lifetime Enclosures, can we stop talking about Norvell finding a diamond in the rough with Verse? Uh, do, I, I don't recall us ever saying, no, Verse was a top 10 transfer portal. We're talking about him yeah. getting top talent in the transfer portal. No one said he's a diamond in the rough. He was from a smaller school. That's what we meant. We said that Billy Napier is good against South Alabama, and so, you know, we pointed out the verses from that school, but, yeah. you know, pay attention, man. Yeah. Right? Or don't text. I mean, if you're not sure you're paying attention, don't text, because that no one did that. So I'd like to get this Evan. Really happy with how smart you are. I'd like to get this no Evan Stewart kid from Texas A&M. Well, that's, that's the FSU. That's the one oh. FSU's going to get, his number two receiver. Yeah. That's the one I was referencing, and oh. he's got to get those. Yeah. You know, he's got to get Get those. Yeah. Uh, somebody says money over playing time. Well, here's time. one. Like, 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 why would Ole Miss pay a guy when they're paying someone else? So I don't know if it's money over playing time in that particular situation. Yeah. The Sanders situation, which. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. The quarter. We were talking about the quarterback. I'm just looking at the top transfer portal I'm not guys. a big DJ Uagalele guy either. I can see him taking a step back with that dude. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I, he's I, not as good as Jordan Travis. He, no, he's better than Rodemaker for sure. But yeah. he, I, that's not like oh, he lifts you to another level. He couldn't for Clemson, and he couldn't for Oregon State. Yeah. Uh, the Gators got the 16th best player in the portal so far. The kid from Penn. That's yeah. another guy that we talk. You know. Yeah. And six. That's by the way. If you're a Gator fan, be wary of saying okay. But they lost two of the top ten players in the portal, by the way. Which two were they? Princely and uh, Etn. Yeah. So well, and again, if you be careful, you're Gator fan because like you're not mimicking Florida State. Florida State, the last few years has gotten the number one receiver, the number oh, two yeah, defensive yeah, yeah, yeah. lineman, the yeah. number three running, the number two corner. They've been getting the tops of the tops. Yeah. Yeah. So Marvin Jones Jr. has already gone to FSU. He was twelfth. I don't know what he did at Georgia this year. I don't know if he was good, but I know his daddy was one heck of a player. Ooh, oh, that's Shade Tree. Shade Tree could yeah, play if you're, some ball. If you're a linebacker and you take a name like Shade Tree, you oh, can only imagine man. where that comes from. I dug right. me some Shade Tree now. It sounds like you're probably like knocking them out underneath them. I got a, a speed trap and play, E.T. You want to play along? I do. Yeah, right now we got a couple uh, out there. In fact, uh, speed trap 295 at Bay Meadows in the express lane. Also on I-95 South after 210. So there's just a couple that have been um, uh, in Guggen U-Penn, not Penn State. That's right. That's where the transfers come from. The smaller schools who are ready to bust out in a bigger, uh, that's where the you know a lot of them have come from. But anyway, I-95 South at 210, uh, 295 at Bay Meadow Express Lane. That's a drill speed trap alert brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories. Uh, you know, truck guy here to tell you. Catlin's got any and everything you want. The industry leader now for over 100 years in business, family run and operated as Catlin Truck Accessories. Uh, Tuesdays, we'll take a quick time out here on a Beach Rose Plumbing Wednesday. All right, uh, we're back here on a Beach Rose Plumbing Wednesday. Let me accurately let Please. Uh, Dan Hicken inaccurately label me. I'll do the lifting for him. Thank you. This is very accurate what I'm going to say, and it's accurate in the inaccuracy with which Dan would answer the question wrongly. Okay? Okay. Do you consider me a luckiest man on the face of the earth? Um, a women's basketball hater. Of course you are. Yeah, very inaccurate. Yeah, I like. I don't like watching women's basketball. I love little girls In fact, playing. You basketball. have said to me, Hick. I've got, see now. We're I hate now, the women. Yeah, now we're serious. And I hate the women playing our yeah, sports. Yeah. Now we're now. Now that's, <laughs> that's just, what you told me. Just dumb. You just, can't, it's just you earlier to, today. You used to could joke like that. Now today there'll be legislation. I hope you're happy. But I, I love what I, I love that women play sports. I think it's disgusting how this country complains about the treatment of women when we have done more for women's sports than all the other countries combined. Uh-huh, There's uh-huh. a reason why we win women's soccer and everything else because uh-huh, we let uh-huh. our little girls play uh-huh. decades before any other Neanderthal country. You call country the, in the women's world. soccer team the Mean Girls. Correct. They okay. are. All right. Yeah. Hundred percent. Okay. But you women's- love the, you love the women's sports. I don't like watching the WNBA. I will never watch it. It's terrible. It's you plotting. Watch, you inaccurate. watch the women's soccer? Yeah, if they're in the World Cup final. Now that the mean girls are gone, and maybe we'll have some like sportsmanship and, you know. Sweet, cute ones? The pay, uh, I'm not really into the girls' soccer team for their sweetness or cuteness, but okay. I'd like them to not be just obnoxiously mean and okay. over the top. Right. It's totally, I, again, I, I nailed it. You're inaccurately uh, pitting me. On the inaccuracy of a statement. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so, and here and, and here's my win, okay? okay? You could go into my heart. Cross for the win! Yeah, you could go into my, this is a mic drop, E. You ready? You got a mic in there you can drop? Mic you drop can, on women's You sports. can go into my heart. You can uh-huh. hook me up to a polygraph. Uh-huh. Right now, mm-hmm. top three, okay, leave Jags, Braves, <laughs> I, don't even, I didn't clap the Leave favorite teams out. Okay. Top three 
JP top favorite 300 athletes. Top three JP favorite sports athlete right now. Yeah. Caitlin Clark. Mm-hmm. I can watch her all day, every day. Davis. Oh, she's something else. When she goes logo, buddy, it's logo, logo. Up in time, Clark for the win. By the way. Yeah. Dude, she's like. She's in the middle of the Beacon Carver Hawkeye Arena, dude. Question from the uh, outside Dan Hick and 1010XL. Sure. Did she beat the buzzer on that? Yes. Did we see the replay? Yes. Okay. Point one. Sure didn't look like it, did it? Point one, yeah. You saw the... Yes, they showed the behind. Well, I saw her shoot with the... You did? You're sure? E, what do you got? No? She beat it, right? She beat it, man. She beat that? Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that was... When I watched it, I was like, there's no way she beat the buzzer. I have to see the slow-mo replay. So smooth. Yeah. By the way, great shot. Yeah, they gave her 40. I mean, she just plays in a whole different mm-hmm. Anytime somebody's doing something that hadn't been done in their field, whether it's Tiger or mm-hmm. MJ or whatever, mm-hmm. it just yeah. – I'm no. again, I'm going to say this. Yeah. With all due respect to the Deanna, Diana Taurasi's or the, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the Tamika Catchings, you go yeah. down the list, okay? Yeah. The best woman to ever play basketball is that girl, bro. She nasty. She is she nasty. Yeah. She's really good. Yeah. I don't best woman best to ever play. Time. No one will ever be as good as her as long as women play basketball. Murphy, mm-hmm. a big women's uh, basketball fan? Murphy in the house for the power out. D-Murph. I don't, don't watch it a ton. Yeah. I've seen the show that she puts on. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So do watch. It's, 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 it's funny. She's better than anyone in the WNBA right now. Yeah. I mean, is she better than Angel Reese? Yes. Okay. A million percent. All right. I'd take her before. I, I think Angel. that Caitlin Clark could play in an Iowa men's game and score. I don't think there's another woman in college basketball that could do that. That could score? She could that could score but, in a men's game. But if they're trying to stop her now. But could she win her weight division in men's wrestling in Iowa? Which is a who did that? wrestling. Is that Angel Reese? No. Yeah. I don't know who it is. Yeah. Just, well, it's a it's a wrestling hotbed. Iowa basketball is trying to get good, you though. to get a little sexist hey, I didn't, on. I didn't put her on Northwestern now. Iowa basketball is pretty good. It is? It's yes. good because of her. No, I'm talking about the boys' team. Oh. They're good. They're a tournament team most years. Greatest Iowa basketball player of all time? Anyone? 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 <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Iowa basketball? Yeah. Um, <laughs> How about Roy Marble? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You ever heard of Roy Marble? Murph? No. No, you ain't ever heard of Roy Marble. There's probably, uh, Iowa fans probably going, what? Uh-huh. Second greatest JU basketball player of all time. Is it James Ray? Oh, he's pretty Brown. good. D. Brown. We lost Jay Brown. Brown. We lost Jay uh, Otis Smith. Ronnie Murphy was yeah, unbelie- Ronnie Murphy, yeah. unbelievably. Ronnie Murphy Did was you know like a top Otis 20 and Ronnie? Pick. Do you remember those guys? They're yep. Yeah, you were a little kid. If. Otis Otis was the... Otis, Otis mid-80. When were you born, Murph? 85. Yeah, that's, he was gone. Otis was one of the hardest working guys. Like, Where is Otis? You used to be uh, last, chummy with him. He, he, he was in the Pistons organization. He was coaching women's basketball, ironically. Mm-hmm. And then he was in the Pistons organization for a while. I don't... He might be for... With the NBA right now, Ronnie Murphy was ultra talent, but he was a little bit off. He Ronnie did, he did a few sw- things that well, he shouldn't have Ronnie done. Ronnie liked the sweet stinky back in the day when you weren't allowed to like it. Ronnie, Ronnie, just be a guy. Right. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure that Ronnie didn't like a call one time and might have well, exposed himself to the referee. Dang. Yeah, a little too much. Ju pride right there, Murphy. Dolphin and dorsal. Maybe. Yeah, you're. Dolphin guy. Since yeah. since we uh talk about local local yes. guys. Oh, Murph, listen and up. Jeff and Murph, I got something for y'all. What I you met got? I met somebody at the Gator Bowl. Uh huh. I met somebody at the Gator Bowl. I was kind of excited. Okay. Okay. 
You uh, met somebody. That's uh-huh. the clue. Yes. That's it? Is it a former football player? Yes. Okay. He and played at Clemson. He played at Clemson. Yeah. Is right. it the, uh, who's the guy? Johnny. Uh, Not Johnny Rembert. Johnny Rembert? Think I wanted to have Murph in here for this segment also. Oh, so it's a, oh. so it's a baseball guy? Oh, he said football. Oh. I did say football. Oh, oh. But I, Clemson I, that you would. But Kyle, I, Kyle Parker. Kyle Parker. Uh, yeah. Football. Ah, and that's probably, and that's probably, he probably played when you did. Yeah. And you two, uh, E, did uh, he play high school when you played high school? Did you play against Parker? Or I don't is he remember. After you? Yeah, I think he's after yeah. me. He's after. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's after. I remember him playing professionally and crossing paths with him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, baseball, you mean. Mm-hmm. Very he's under- the Rockies organization, wasn't he? I yeah. think yeah. he started there. He made the bigs. Did he? Yeah. What's he doing now, I wonder? What's he doing, E? Uh, I want to say he might be coaching. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you saw him on the sideline at the game? Uh, I, I saw him mixing them in England. Just, uh, oh, oh you, he wasn't yeah. like down with Trevor and uh, those dudes. Yeah. You know who else coaches? Uh, oh, you know who coaches at Clemson is CJ Spiller. Oh, you remember okay. him? Oh yeah, yeah. The CJ biggest Spiller. upset in the world to me is that Isaiah Spiller is not related to CJ Spiller. Yeah, because he always wore twenty eight. Yeah. He wears twenty eight for there. I because I spent my whole life thinking Isaiah Spiller <laughs> was at the very least CJ Spiller's cousin, primarily because of the twenty eight. All right, well, let's do the Murphy Power Hour when we come back. I love it. It's a Beatrice, Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. I got, I got questions. I got questions. We for, need answers. For our baseball uh, answer man. So that and, and more when we return. You're listening to The Drill. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, like, they, it's, like, it's like they almost got tired of Murph hitting homers. Did you hear it in the announcer's voice there? <laughs> Murphy did it again. Rolava Pete. Ernie. That was Ernie. Will they ever stop? Yeah, it oh, was. Such a happy time. How are you, Murph? Doing well. Happy Murphy. New Year. <clears throat> happy New Year to you. It's a great festive season. Yeah, yes. Happy holidays, um, top to bottom. Uh, it, uh, explain to Dan why it's okay the Mets haven't signed anyone. Nobody's signed anybody. No. I mean, if you yeah, everyone's out signed, there. I mean, there's, so there's been. But the Mets were in the group that would be getting one of these. Oh, we big went hard ones. after. Went hard, yeah, I hear yeah, it. Yamamoto and didn't get them. You don't win them all, I guess. Yeah. But it's disappointing for sure. But I, yeah, I was looking there. There's been about 40. 40 guys that have signed that are like article 20 B free agents. So that like, that's kind of the foundation of earning potential in baseball, six mm-hmm. plus years of major league service. So it's not that um, I have anything against Yamamoto. He just, he hasn't accrued six plus years of major league service. So he's a different type of free agent um, of the guys that have gotten there's 160, only 40 have signed. So it's like 75% of the market's still looking for work. And then you have the non-tenders as well, too, that get you up to 200. So there's a lot of inventory still out there. You had said by ball players want to know around Christmas time. This ball player did, yeah. Yeah, well, you could tell. I mean, but not. But you say that's general, I, I think. think. I think if you ask the guys, mm-hmm. they would say, yeah, I want to know where I'm playing. Mm-hmm. I got mentally things to take. There's a lot to take care of if you're changing locations, mm-hmm. right? You, well, How did you handle New York, and you did it a lot towards the end, or a little bit more, but how did you handle, I guess New York to Washington was easier because you knew you were leaving New York versus going from Washington to Chicago mid-season. Because you took family with you to different places. Yeah, you're you're moving your family, but it's really, like you you assume that you're going to get a job, Mm -hmm. but until someone offers you a job, you're still unemployed. Little doubt. I mean, and you're going to get one. Mm -hmm. But right now, it's just the part of the market what ends up happening is you're seeing the elite players that are getting they're they're getting paid they're mm-hmm. getting compensated mm-hmm. and it it looks to me like teams are starting to to value more and more players very similarly okay which means the more players that get valued, valued similarly if there's five of you we're going to offer one contract mm-hmm. whoever sits down first you're going to get the deal mm-hmm. if you look around and think five other guys look exactly like me right 
I'd like to sit so down. So didn't we go through this a couple years ago with like CBA and Scherzer saying what we don't want is, even though Scherzer was one of the chosen, but what the, we don't want is the elite getting these unbelievable deals and everybody else not getting anything. And it seems like that hasn't changed, or am I wrong? Help me. No, I mean, so part of what they tried to do is they put together the um, the rookie bonus pool. So there's like $50 million okay. that rookies, you know, okay. zero to three players can get. Mm-hmm. But then you go and look at who's getting paid. Someone like Julio Rodriguez is getting a big chunk of that, mm-hmm. like a million, two million dollars. And Spencer Strider, but they're they're already doing pretty good for the guys who are at zero to threes. They've signed deals, so it's. What do you think yeah. Blake Snell is going to get? Probably Blake Snell. By the way, there's two. Snell and Montgomery are the two. Let that yeah, and then the Strong, next part of the I, and out if, there if, too. But if, if you, I pity the franchise that trusts Montgomery. Yeah, I know. I mean that's well, an awful well, flashy. That's, it's awfully flashy but panty. Why, to, but that's to why get the a, Mets have pivoted because they yeah. don't they don't believe in giving thirty one year old pitcher. Is that Snell or Montgomery? Snell or, or, or Montgomery's not young. Is he's he? not young. No. no. Here's the problem with he's Snell. Here's too. what I would do with Snell. Honestly, and I would I would troll him. I would never have any intention on actually signing him. But whenever he asks, I say I'll give you two thirds of that because that's what you give me. Two thirds a game, boss. I, I can't. I mean, you're a starting pitcher, bro. I need a little bit more. Well, I'll give you one. I'll give you one for just, that kind of money. I, yeah. He's a great pitcher. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he's yeah. not. I'd love to have him, and I'd love to have him for the six innings. But I can't pay you like you're a workhorse. Is that fair, Murph? Is that not even looked at anymore? I mean, yeah, he's six innings. You'd be you'd be ecstatic to get six out of him. I think it, it, the innings pitch is a big deal. I've actually been looking about out this this mm-hmm. this off season, trying mm-hmm. to study it. I, the, the Diamondbacks were, if you don't count the Dodgers and the Rays, because the Dodgers had a lot of injuries and the Rays are always doing openers. From starting pitching, the Diamondbacks um, got about a hun- about 840 innings. And like, I'm trying to figure from out. From starters? From starters. How many innings do you need from your starters? That's, a, that's, that's pretty good. Like, but that's about six a game it on average. It is about five, two. Yeah. Okay. And, and so I'm kind of trying to figure out, because somebody has to do these innings. And the more the openers come in, and the more there are multi-inning relievers, what I would call. so, And the relievers are a lot better than back in the day when the it used to be the starter was so much better than anyone else on your staff, you right. rolled him out for nine because he was still your best option. And in fairness, that's not always always the case. And again, I got no problem with this, but at some point, and you, you would disagree, and I understand that, it's your industry, then the, then the salaries have to reflect it. If you're not going to, well, as a starter, not yeah. going to do what old starters used to do, yeah. then I can't pay you $40 million like we used to. You know that's, what I mean? And that's fair. The And the elite guys are getting the higher ones, and so and Snell will and Montgomery because they're elite of what you can get. But where the salaries will get depressed will be the rest of the players. Right. Yeah, that's because in, you take their money. Yeah. Yeah, the pool isn't getting bigger. The, they're just the, paying more the, the to. The shares are just getting moved around. So where do you think Snell ends up? Have you done that kind of research? I, I mean, no. Is he from? Washington, the state is he Seattle he's guy? Yeah, I've heard the Seattle thing early that that's yeah, like where he maybe, was. Yeah, maybe, but I think he's staying West Coast. Like I, I think, think the Seattle's Angels, I think the money. Giants might. Okay, the Giants, Giants are yes. still looking to make mm-hmm. a spl- a bigger. They signed the is he Korean or yeah, Japanese? The, Korean, the, right? Yeah, the center fielder, the yeah. Korean center fielder. I got one. I don't like Justin Turner. Mm-hmm. Why isn't he a Met right now? Like, what's the holdup? Sign the guy. Because you don't have. Okay, so, okay, so him, so... And Wait a I minute, love, and so I love what if swagger. he turns around and signs somebody up with then somebody you, then you're, Where is he, Red Sox saying, now? He's, he's a free agent, but yeah. He, but he, he was Red Sox. What, he hit 29 last year? Did he, he hit a great really? year. Yeah. Oh, he hit a great oh, year. I mean... He hit a great year. I need a DH. I, a guy who can play so a little JD third. JD Martinez is there, too. Okay, well, one or the other. Here are the offers, take okay, one. Why, Which one do you want? I'd rather have JD. Maybe there's an offer out to both, and neither one of them want to sit down. So they don't want it, or the teams are waiting? Who's waiting? Both? 
I would say right now that, that the teams are in the advantageous position because if you're in the Mets, you mm-hmm. have one chair and two players. Okay. Here's an offer. Right. The players want are going to want more. And if I if I was offering Swaggy, Turner, mm-hmm. and I was the Mets, I would just put whatever you want down on a one-year deal. What is that you, for him, a guy like him? Right, one year, 14? 17, 18. 17. 17. 18 probably. 23.96 last year, 276 average. Yeah, and how, and 35? How old is this guy He's now? 38. Same age as me. Same age as me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would do that. Murph, would you sign 38-year-old? Swaggy? Yeah. yeah, for one year deal. For the Mets? One year he'll, 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 so he can DH and then You he think he'll hit 23 for the Mets or at 38 is he now going to hit 18? I mean, are you? that's well, the problem with the age, you know? Well, as an old man, well, I would go this. predicting it. <laughs> yeah. Last three years. How much? 87 ribs, 81 ribs, no. 96 ribs. He's a gutty player, too. He's a good guy on your team. So, I I mean, I, I wouldn't Play be. Play a bit of third base and a pinch for Beatty. Hell of a well beard. Too. He's got a great beard. So. I think he may have shaved that, but I could be oh, wrong. Oh, I don't know. I could be so wrong. I, what, it, what, what it looks like, so when I, I saw that the Mets were interested in Justin Turner, and I was like, that seems completely reasonable. I think right. it's a great match. And then I saw him interested in J.D., and I thought, that's reasonable yeah, as well too. I get it. So I'd rather have JD if I were a Mets fan. Yeah, I'd rather have, or he's a, a Braves fan. I'd rather have him than he's than, a little younger. I'd say I would probably take Turner just because I think he can play a bit of defense. Right, JD so, gives you the switch hitting. No, isn't he hit both ways? Who? No. JD Martinez. No, he's a no. righty. Right, right. Yeah. He la- very, he had a, very good offensively. Yeah. I don't think JD was quite as healthy as. as I think as he had thirty was. last year. Thirty-three, one hundred three yeah. last year. For the, the Dodgers, thirty-five. Is that where he was? The Dodgers. You think he wants a little bit more than Turner? That was a freebie, by the way. No one wanted him last year. Was that well, that's because he was signing? coming off 1662 yeah, wow. with Boston, but the year before he was 2899. 1662, what do we got? Games played? Is that injuries? 16 or? homers. Uh, no, 600 at bats, 139 wow. games. Yeah, that's amazing that he, he played less games with the Dodgers and hit oh. more counting. 17 okay, more I, homers. Yeah, then, yeah. I don't know, man. It's a t- I mean, but I, I are the Mets my so point th- is, give me one of you're them. You're just fine-tuning? The yeah. Mets are a fine-tuning p- part? Because that's a fine-tuned move. That's not a... Well, yeah, that, they, yeah. They, you have to remember... Uh, go the, ahead. Bulk, the bulk move would have been Yamamoto. That yeah. was the bulk one because he's the only player, I would say, that fits what they're trying to do now, which right. is they're not fully going for it now, but they're not going to punt, I don't think, and they're going to put right. short-term deals together. But Yamamoto could have done both, helping the short-term and... In the window, you're so Met fans would say, Daniel, and I'll need your answer on this. Okay, all right, we got good pieces. We got one of the best shortstops in the game. Diaz back. We got a big deal. We got Sugar back. We got a guy who's going to hit forty from first base. We got a former batting champ who's still, you know, from two years ago. You know, again, I know he's not who McNeil. Yeah, but not analytically. But Starling Marte, when he's not hurt, is going to is can hit. But my question to you is this: Pitching. Why won't they sign Alonzo? Because they don't have to, uh, and and the price has gone up exponentially over the last two years. He's not a you current free agent, right? We're no. just talking about no, future. One more year, one year, one year of uh, control. Level. Well, why haven't they? Why same okay. thing with Freed? So I asked the same thing about Freed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What what is what's the hold up there? I would say that if you haven't signed him yet, it's because you feel comfortable that if you want to keep the player, you can you you will either extend him mm-hmm. or sign him on the open market. Man, it's or you dangerous. feel good about the? Oh, it's very dangerous. Dangerous, a um, dangerous game. If because you might not get the player, correct? And it and it is the is the league becomes so much more dependent on stars. And I think of someone like Yamamoto, and that not to say that the Mets would have and Cohen said they wouldn't have done anything differently, mm-hmm. but they're becoming more difficult to get mm-hmm. because they're because they're so valuable. Mm-hmm. Like they're in so. Here's the one thing, and I hope Stearns understands this, and I've had this conversation with you a few times, but I, for the listener, 
and you will tell me this, it's different playing in New York than it is playing, you played in even Chicago, Washington, in terms of what you have to handle. And if you can play in New York, who are you going to find better than Pete Alonso to play first base for you? Yeah. So it's taken care of. Yes. And the money's not an issue because you got an owner with a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So give him the daggum money yeah. and let's go. And now, also, if he wants judge money, okay, I get it. Yeah. I'm not giving you judge money, but I'll give you Freeman Goldschmidt money. And also, I would say right now, in relation to extensions, that's a spring training sort of thing. Because, like, Pete's not going anywhere. Right. Right now. Right. So if they're going to hammer something out right. long term, it'll fair. happen in camp. Yeah. As well, too. I get the feeling it's not going to happen, though. I guess that's what has me a little confused. Yeah, some of that may depend on what happens the rest of the offseason as well, too. Like, if you know, if you want to splash, you can always go and extend Pete. Like, you can't be – you're human beings, but you can't be bothered. In New York, if you boot a ball, you know – you're getting a headline on the back page saying Murphy's Law or something. You know what I mean? Don't read the papers. <laughs> Correct. But not all. But some guys can't handle I've seen them. Kevin McReynolds couldn't handle it. Jason Bay couldn't handle it. There's certain guys who aren't built for that. Mm-hmm. You could handle it. Yeah. I, did it. I didn't do it as a free agent either. So it is nicer yeah. to be homegrown the yes. whole way. Okay. You no, yeah, you accept what your yeah. future is. I, I wasn't okay. on an extension okay. or anything. Okay. So I was always just kind of making what they told me. But... <laughs> The New York farm team should put should put their their franchises in like the harshest cities in America, the harshest small cities. What the hell is like, wrong? Like with put them in Gary, Indiana, the murder capital. Put them in, you know, put them in these places where you get good and toughen up by the time you get to the big city. Just an idea. Oh my gosh! All right, Murph. Uh, I have a question for you. Uh, what, uh, you know, this question almost isn't relevant because okay. any you know recollections you have of facing. Chris Sale, like Cy Young winning stuff, and Chris Sale, 54-year-old Braves edition. Okay, 30 what? Five, maybe? You didn't face Chris Sale at... You had to have faced him at some college. That's it. college game. Right, because he's Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah, my brother did. Is he he with the... No, DeGrom was Stetson. Yeah. DeGrom was Stetson. He was Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, my brother was at JU this time. As well, too. So yeah, did you? Know, so you never faced Sale in regular in 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 other than an All Star game? Just the All Star game. Wow. Yeah, What'd your brother say about him? <laughs> <laughs> He's a real deal. But, well, <laughs> it makes actually what you say makes total sense I because mean, you're NL. Well, when he was coming out, because he's like right. this, this Well, it, it dawns on me he's yeah. AL only. Does that not matter anymore at, with the interleague? Right? Sales, White Sox, I Red Sox. Him. He started against us one time. I didn't start. Okay. Yeah, but so as he him. comes to the National League, I'm saying, does, mm-hmm. is there any reciprocal value left in being new to a league like so, there was? Yeah. You know, because not sure. everyone has seen you yeah, and faced you. I haven't seen you. Have you paid any attention to Chris Sale the last couple of years? Enough to tell me. I did. Somebody, one of the Googans sent in yesterday, his last 17 starts last year, mm-hmm. like the first handful eight or ten were terrible but the last 17 he was sub three era it was less than a home run per nine innings he was 12 or 10.8 strikeouts per mm-hmm. nine he more kind in line with what he was when he was great i just what what chris sale had what tommy john more than once or is it shoulder guy, I, I was or looking at he's had a, he's gotten drilled with a ball once or twice yeah. i think he like broke a hand he's had some rib cage stuff I think the thing that's too. amazing to me about him is with that funky delivery, you thought that elbow or shoulder wasn't going to blow. So that's not it. it just huh? looked like I haven't paid attention. Off. I've always assumed he had like Tommy. Because he, like to me, he's been he's like missed years. Is that it, not accurate? Well, he hasn't thrown more than I think in 120. Is, he, is it a 19. significant addition for the Braves? Yeah, yeah, okay. Because that's what the experts are saying. They're really acting I think it like is this, significant, especially in the postseason if he's healthy. Because and and that's to me where the game is coming through to right now is 
can you get him to September? Yeah. How are you going to get the governor on him? And it, the governor may be, we just run him out there and you get 25 starts from him. That's the hope. That hasn't happened since 2019. So with someone like him, what can you do and how can you protect him? Six-man rotation. You need extra pitchers. For and, the they have, and the Braves and then, do have that. They started more guys nine, than any team in the league. Nine trips to the disabled list while with the Red Sox. Shoulder and elbow ailments mostly. Tommy That's John surgery in 2020. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. In March, returned Aug 21. So a lot of... So he could... Well, how old is he? He hurt his wrist, too. Yeah, I think he's... How old is he, exactly? Fell or something. He well, broke his right wrist in a bike accident. accident. Yeah. And underwent season-ending surgery. Well, at least that's the glove hand. Oh, my God. How old is he? Is it there? Oh, uh, yeah, I can give you his age. Hold 30, on. Because, I mean... 34 the, and 23. I mean, you could theoretically get a get a late career little burst from this guy if he's actually back to full health. It's innings. Yeah. It'll be the it, When he's, for the most part, if you... 15, 16, and he, 17 over 200 innings. Yeah. But that's a long time ago. And when he, when he pitches, he's productive. Yeah. How many starts last year, Dan? He was 6 and 5 last year. He started 20 games. Okay, so yeah, the fir- the last you know, the la- like the last seven like the first 3 he had an ERA of like 15 and the mm-hmm. but but for those last 70 starts which would be most of the year he was under 4 ERA. He last 5 things. games last year. Uh 5 innings, 5 innings, 6 innings, 4 innings, 5 innings. Yeah. So Snell without the si- without the sigh. <laughs> That's what we're getting. Um does it surprise you? Does it make sense? I'm not big on power rankings from sports that have standings because that power ranks you, but I, I'm a little surprised that they've got the Braves number. MLB.com's put out their first power ratings, and I thought they would just continue with the Dodgers coronation and all they've added and put the Dodgers at, the Dodgers still at number need to one. Do work. If you're doing it right now, the Dodgers have lots of innings they need to get. You're getting zero from um, from Shohei. So Yamamoto, he he's he got glass now too, though they added. He hasn't thrown more than 120 innings in about yeah he's since def- the minor leagues. And and Bueller's, uh, Bueller's coming back off of a second Tommy John, second. which I I hope it's just they need. And Gonsolin's leaving, right? They've he used him had, a bunch. He just had Tommy John last year, and then you got the other big lefty was ends up being like some sort of like like deviant, right? Yeah. He's in trouble yeah, with the, the law. Is, yeah, yeah. And so then they have two younger pitchers, so they. It's not that they don't have pitching. What, Dustin May, isn't he also hurt? He had a Tommy John. Yeah, okay. It's, so they're, they're, da- they're short on any. They still right have now. him number two, but I was surprised. Mm. And, you know, again, you if you're, you know. It's currently constructed, I would take Atlanta right now. Yeah. Mm. Well, they do have Braves number one. This is what they write about the Braves, and then we'll go off to break, come back, talk some Jags, some other stuff. Uh, however excited you may or may not be about the additions of Chris Sale from the Red Sox and Jared Kellenick from the uh, Mariners, our voters didn't overcomplicate things. The team that had the best record by far in 2023, tops power rankings. Why not? Still have the MVP in Acuna. They still have Olsen, Riley, Albies, follow them in the order. Uh, still have a terrific rotation, and they still have, well, they still have just about everybody back from a team that won 104 in 2023. It's team built to win right now, and win without question is something they will do very much of in 2024. And the Braves are now back into that with their fan base. They're now back in the, the wins that matter now are October, and it doesn't take long to get spoiled. Yeah. And I still enjoy the ride getting there, and it's still fun to see a division banner go up. But, buddy, it's not worth it's, it. It doesn't take long for that ratio of yeah, pennant banners. Yeah. Pennant banners. Yeah. I mean, uh, I want to. Yeah. used to have divisions back in the day. Well, a pennant, I mean. I no, no, no. no. Yeah. I know. I know. Now, the game is different. I yeah, think winning a division, yeah, yeah. it's culmination of the of the full season. Yeah, but it's it's like to, you ruined the division for me. <laughs> the 162 don't lie. It's so true. Like you, it's not. It's not even an indi- baseball more than any other sport. It is no indication of how good you are by what you do in 162. It's what? some indication. It doesn't. Look, it, look it, at the it, World Series. The last yes, but, five years, Murph. Yes, I understand, but I'm not. I'm not considering necessarily. 
So what it tells you <laughs> is that you're a good ball club that you get in, but it sure. does, it's not going to overly reflect necessarily how you're going to do. That's what I mean. In the postseason. Well, because of this, because 104 are a team that can start 19 pitchers because they hit 1,000 home runs. But you get into a short series, well, guess what? That's Nola and Wheeler. It don't matter. You're not yeah. that much better than everyone else. As not, when you're, not when you're not when you're when you get to the short going series. at each other. Right. That's no, what I mean. Yeah, when the ringers are going at each other. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm saying it's very misleading. Like an NFL team that goes 14 and 2 is almost always going to be in the Super Bowl. Not always, but almost always. That's why our game's so beautiful. That's, a beautiful a, that's one answer. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We got more with Daniel Murphy. We'll talk some Jags here. Big game coming up on Sunday. It's the Murphy Power Hour brought to you by ITP Partners. You're listening to the Daniel Murphy Power Hour, presented by ITP Partners on 1010XL. All right, I... Yes. Read, read right through this one. All right. Expect the next live bomb to come shortly. Now, they were operating under this, I, I don't know, I guess. This By the way, Christian Kirk's practice window open today. Good. So good news. We need him back. We're yeah. going to get right into that, but I, I got to share this. Four-time major champion Rory McIlroy is walking it back. Says now he regrets being too quick to judge players who join Live, and now accepts that the Saudi back tour is part of the sport. Don't do it, Roars. Yeah, then, <laughs> I don't think Live would take him. Honestly, I think he's the one that Live. Like, I don't think Almost they would. Prefers having yeah. him on the other side. Well, yeah. then Live is stupider than I oh, thought they I, were. I'm just the most popular golfer in the world. You don't take, then you're just again. I'm that's just, a very Norman Mickelson move, though. Yeah, it, you know, and again, or maybe this is just Rory realizing. Well, if everyone else is going to take the cash and they don't care about competing or legacy, then I will too. I don't. I'd, I'd be. I'd be almost a bit fatigued of being on the front lines. What it felt like by myself. Nah, that's, I think he. That's is. fair too. I mean, that's why he resigned from the whatever it was tour policy board. All right, tell me about the Jags, Daniel. We gonna win Sunday? Yes. Yeah. Played well this weekend. Yep. Uh, took my son out there. Yeah. Great time. Love to see a shutout. The fans in our section were awesome. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't get a drink thrown on you by the Panthers open owner. Is that you, Murph? No. Okay. Man, my Check goodness. He, he rolled up in the wrong jungle, huh? Yeah. The locals yeah. got him. Yeah. Yeah. Sucker. By the way, the word is uh, they weren't even saying anything that harsh to oh him. Oh, my that... goodness. Grow up. Come on, man. Yeah. You, no, yeah. the people who were there. No, I'm talking about Yeah, him. the guy. Right. 100%. You're up here. Yeah, You're in your ivory tower. Man. You're plenty far enough He's away. He's why people don't like rich people. No. It's guys like you that. It's that attitude. If you right? don't like it, build a better ball club. Thank you. Yeah, yeah they're terrible. Oh, they will. And he, by the way, he's the one that drafted Bryce Young. That's how idiotic he is. We treated him that way. Yeah. That's the Good. way you do it. That's right. We need to treat, treat those little that Tetons that way this treat week. We're much way. better than they are. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's make a statement. Let's, Let's get hot for the playoffs. Let's come back and have that fun at the stadium and beat the Browns and see what we do against the Ravens. Let's go. So I was texting Dan that was that time of the year where it's time to win the rest of them. You can't win the rest of them until you win That's the first correct. one. Yeah. If there were ever a year where it's a, it's a it's just a shot in the dark on winning, and this could be the year. Now the NFC doesn't look like that, but this AFC man is just mm-hmm. again. This to me is Shazam. It's a Shazam that the Buffalo Bills can beat the Dolphins and be the two seed, mm-hmm. or they can lose to the Dolphins and most likely miss the playoffs. That's unbelievable going into the last week. I mean, other than Baltimore, you feel like, I mean, beat any ball club there? Well, Hick, Hicken had a good point. Hick, what was the score going to the fourth quarter of the Baltimore-Jacksonville game? 10-7. I mean, come yeah, on, man. I'm not Baltimore a, beat the heck out of Frisco and Miami far worse than they beat us. I'm not us. afraid of Baltimore. We've always played them. Well, I, I, again, they're the, I would rather face Baltimore as the one seed in, in this year mm-hmm. than Kansas City as yeah, the one seed in the fair. Kansas City years. Not yeah. this year, but in the— It's more open. Yeah, yeah I think so. I mean, it, and, and you, again— 
there is going to be inevitable pressure on Lamar that, listen, I don't know how Lamar handles pressure, how all athletes do. Inevitably, you're going to feel some. I know Daniel Murphy can tell you that if it's game six of the NLCS and he's at the plate in the eighth inning, it feels different than, you know, June 30th at Wrigley. Definitely feels different on defense in those <laughs> <Yeah>. moments. <laughs> well, there you go. Whatever it is. So, Lamar's going to feel that. He's going to carry a little extra pressure into the postseason, but we're getting way ahead of ourselves. First, it's going up, and it's beating a Titans team that you have no business losing to. Unfortunately, our last three, our last two road trips, we've lost to teams that aren't as good as us, and that so that concerns me. Yeah. CJ played great, laid it on the line. I preferred a little less contact when he went into the blue tent, but he came out, came out yeah. quick and – um, you know, Travis breaks the big one. Unfortunately, lose Jamal on that on that big play as well. Yeah. Too. Golly, we defended so well. I was thinking about you, Pross, every time we ended up in the backfield slapping hands. Oh, uh, yeah. Right back there. It was, yeah, it's a so sore, sore subject for okay, our Okay, so it, it was it's six. Over. That's it. Start oh, the bus, yeah. tip the club. Yeah, we're going to get, like oh. I said, we're going to get to 40. I nailed it. Yeah. I nailed the projection. I was also going <laughs> to say, too, that because I saw uh, Tony, uh, our Hall of Famer, Baselli, yeah. tweet um, <laughs> what, uh, Tom McManus about the sacks. Because I, I was on... I wanted to take Baselli's action. I told Dan. Yeah, yeah everyone in City this summer. I, I was couldn't because like, yeah. I needed I go, it. I said, push him to the highest number he said. Because he started, <laughs> it was like 23 to 25. Yeah. I yeah. go, get him to 25 and a half. And I want it. And he would have taken all my money. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm responsible for Tony's greatest prediction. Mm. Right, I want to because I, I he does he, you know Tony always wants to believe in the Jags especially preseason and I tell him all the reasons that I'm making this sack bet with Danny oh yeah Trayvon and Josh I, Allen I and I you know the Hall of Famer is the greatest I just can't take it anymore with all his own uh, he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame okay you got one right. You it also all starts yeah. with <laughs> Dan Hickey and Jeff Foster. Yeah. You also told us this is going to be the most explosive offense mm. in the history of the franchise. Yeah. I don't bring that one up. I know. <laughs> I mean, I love you, Tone, but for does. God's sakes. But well, that's anyway. because he has forever told us he, and I get it. He loves his guys. Our O line stinks, and Tony's been late to that party. He's been, you know, two or three years. He's backed those cats, and they're, yes. they're not. They're yeah. not as good and as that's he thought fair. They were. He does love the yeah. O line, and I, again, I'm not there's saying that that makes him spirits. You know, yeah, down there, yeah. So I got a buddy of mine um, mm-hmm. who's been who's been seeing it because I don't I'm not able to pay attention quite as closely as as some do. Right. And just anyway, he, he's really Trayvon's been playing really well. Right. And how many he got nine. Two, he's up to nine. He's up to nine. Mm-hmm. And he got did he get two this past weekend? Yes, he had okay. two sacks. And then he's 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 been doing really good. Yes, the run. So yes, that's awesome. Yeah, he's played well. He's played better, and yeah, he's he's a good football player. I again. We'll see how it goes going forward, but you got to be really happy with how he's performed yeah. this year. So Good. now maybe with considering the, the night before, and again oh, we're yeah. all out there with our knives sharp uh-huh. when we watch the night before, and the guy gets three, uh, yeah. who went ahead of him, so he responded, which yeah. was great. And, and he needs to keep responding. He's got nine. Going. I mean, yeah. it's a hell of a year. Yeah. I mean, for what he was, and again. Next year, then we'll have to add on what makes you a complete player and gets you higher than 40 and, you know, those rankings you have sure. Dan. Yeah. But, I mean, after we have spent a lot of time the last few years bemoaning pressures instead of sacks, I can't now because the guy's got nine sacks and maybe not doing everything else. I don't care. We wanted a, yeah. the, the rush in to get sacks. You know, he's got nine. Yes. How many nine sack years are there in Jag history? Can't be more than eight or ten, are there? No, probably not. Right? I mean, I, that's so, for year two, and a guy who didn't get to the quarterback at all last year. Right. And if he could just have some, the thing about Hutch, it's like watching ballet, dude. He's got moves. Mm-hmm. Like, and Trayvon is just a big, strong guy, and that's enough. You know, Reggie White was just a big, strong power mm-hmm. rusher. But he, he had a move. 
He had the, the swim. Yeah, the move. Yeah. Well, then oh, tr- maybe Trayvon throw the guy. I would say this. I feel. I think you just way, mentioned Trayvon Walker and Reggie White. Well, my point time. is in their style. I feel <laughs> way, way, way more optimistic about Trayvon Walker than I did a year ago. Almost mm. to the point to say I was wrong to completely write him off after one three and a half sack year. Ten Jaguars wrong. have had double digit yeah. sacks in their careers. Josh Allen, Clay's Campbell, Tony Bracken, Janique Ngakwe, Tony Bracken, Josh Allen, Clay's Campbell, Kevin Hardy. The great Bobby McRae and G Funk, so Gary really Walker. only five or six guys. Five or six different people. Uh, you, uh, Yannick had a nine and a half. Trayvon had nine. That's more than Reggie. He needs ten. He doesn't have double digits. So no. ten this more weekend. More than Reggie will be Hayward. Nice. More than Sanderek Marks. More than Clyde Simmons. More than your favorite, Chris Clemens. More than Dante Personal Fowler. More than Malik Jackson. Those type of guys. So now, would maybe the next hopefully hurdle he climbs is in bowl games like we're going to play the whole rest of the season? We start. Really getting in the back because there's nothing against Carolina. But oh they yeah, yeah, they're terrible. As if terrible. they were in the and that's of- one thing I would say, and we got to wrap up. But the one thing I would say is be careful with thinking because we've played some porous offensive lines. The Titans, who we play on Sunday, have given up I think 63 sacks this yeah, year. Some go incredible. Get fat. Yeah, <laughs> so you can go get fat, and that's yeah, great. And Josh now you Allen can really can, you can you can fist bump every time they get one, Hick. Yes, so the first time this year, right? I'm finally done tough, with that. You're right about that. That is a tough bet to put yourself in the position of rooting against what you don't really want. It's like, uh. <laughs> so that now you change the 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 contest on the wheel. How does that work? No, I haven't changed it. I honor the con. I honor the wheel. No, I no, I meant like wheel. Like he'll have to spin it. You have yeah, to we'll spin it. New, I got to spin it twice. New, yeah, because he's like he lost, lost the five, lose pack, the five pack. Pack. And we're going to dinner. No, oh, yeah, we are. Bless you guys. <laughs> Who's we? For the content The Hickens and the Prossers. Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. are. But I've, I've backed out of that. I'm not requiring. I'm not asking Dan to pick up the tab. So that was big news. But I'll <laughs> gladly pick up now, the tab. I know tab. you will, but you're not going to. There's no reason for you to. I only want you to pick up the tab as a punishment. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. P is just ecstatic that, you know, after a good two and a half years since last Well, I knew dinner, the next time I'd have to pay. So, so why, why go out to dinner well, with Pross so yeah. I can see daily? Okay. Right? Well, see. But then in a magnanimous, hopefully... Good karma move that didn't work. Sports God's little G. I offered to uh, take Jeff still and his lovely wife. I offered him a buyout last Still week. to dinner. Okay. I offered him a buyout. I said, if you take yeah. – before, we, when we were sitting at 33. We, we knew with the Titans and yeah. the – Or 32. We were I sitting we at were 32 going. last week. And yeah. I told him, and I'm, I'm offering this because I – With this ticket stub. With yeah. I said when I said, look, I'm offering this, but not because – trying. I really honestly think I'm going to win this bet, yeah. dude. Yeah. And so I'll let you, we can set a spin in the wheel. You and Riggs can take me and Stace out to dinner. Because it I'm, sucks to lose. And I said, I'm going to hit you now. I'm going to Uber. You know what that means. Yeah. We'll get into the sauce. Get loose a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to hit you. But that, and then he thought about it, and then he said, no, he wouldn't do it. But as a magnanimous gesture, he would just, they would offer to take us out to eat oh. anyway. Right. But I'm not going to make him pay for that. You got to honor the bet. You made so the now, bet. And now, again, I don't yeah. regret the bet. Now I'll just have Coke Zero. Again, I yeah. won't need to Uber. I can just have Coke Zero, and it'll be a lovely I, night at the Olive Garden. I had three to one odds. I felt like I had to do it for the Googans. Yeah. You know, it's if I, and, and my just, big mistake was I should have pushed them. I think I could have pushed them a little oh, yeah, higher. I could have gotten more socks for sure. Yeah, I think yeah, I could have got yeah, to 38. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. they still would have got, by the way, but 38, 39, and, you know. But, but we now, were six the, quarters away. So and for it wasn't people bad. who wonder why, season. Thir- and if you wonder why thirty-five, because that's the number they had last year. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, we didn't just indiscriminately pick right. it. I, I was of the belief, not that the players were better, but that the game situations would provide right. more opportunity. Get more that was my thinking. More than which it didn't necessarily play out. That we had way. a couple games earlier. Back to back weeks, I think it was Minshew and 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 Stroud or something. Where the guy threw fifty and fifty-five back to back weeks, and we had one sack combined. 
Oh, my brother. That scared me, then. We got to run. Great to see you, Daniel. Thank, Thank you, you so much. That's Daniel Murphy, the Murphy Come I. On, Power Hour, brought to you by ITB Partners, and uh, we'll hand it off to Jaguars today next. Now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers, equal opportunity employer. Hey, Mike. Hey, man. <laughs> How are you? What's up with my workspace over <laughs> there, huh? No worries. What's uh, cooking on? Uh, just backhanded a, a oh, yeah. extra large coffee. Yeah, zero res right there. Uh, what's <laughs> zero res. <laughs> Spell it forwards or backwards. That's right. The right way to here. clean. Mm-hmm. Get them in here, and we'll we'll, uh, we'll clean it right up. What do we uh, got on Hump Day? Well, we'll uh, we'll talk uh, a little bit about Pro Bowl. You know, okay. who, who is that tonight? Expect. I don't know. I, I was looking for because I heard you say that yeah. it might be a nine. I'm like, well, if it is, I better get this question in today, <laughs> right? Question. Just in case. Either way. Yeah. I looked last year. They announced the full rosters, even with Trevor Lawrence and the alternates, on December twenty second. Like, so we're yeah, late. We're I, right. I I was just like uh, I just googled it to see when it came up, uh-huh. and it was like two weeks huh. earlier. So you know, uh, I think the Jags have several candidates. Whether they actually get the nod is the question. Well, slam dunks are for Pro Bowl are Ingram and Allen, right? No, Allen is the slam. You won't dunk. give me Ingram as a slam dunk. I, I give you him as a very likely problem. Okay. But. The problem with it is that you've got, well, although Hawkinson's hurt. I mean, you got guys well, that they love. Well, Hawkinson, though, the other they love. Yeah. You know, they're going to love yeah, all these NFC other guys. guys so. well, how many, oh, that's true. How many tight ends do we get? Uh, probably two. two. I think it's just two. Well, they'll put Kelsey in. That's for sure. Oh, Kelsey. And Kelsey probably deserves yeah. to be. Yeah. A, Even know, though he's, he's down a, by his numbers, right. they're up he's by still NFL 90-some greatness. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think Evan Ingram probably makes it in. But I don't think – I think. Allen should be a slam dunk. I don't know if you consider any Jag a slam. Dunk. I think well, Allen's another true. tough one because they, there's there's guys that are there are numbers. Time pass rushers. Right? Like I saw, he might be the sack king though of but, the NFL. Yeah, I, I saw. But here's this gives you but pause. Done, too. I saw Bar- That's a good point. I saw Barnwell's all NFL team. Right. He did not have Josh Allen as one of the edge rushers, and there were like four of them, three or four. It's just amazing to me. Yeah. Now Mike just had a good point. Allen had three sacks. And jumped way up on Sunday. I think voting voting was done on Friday beforehand. Just, yeah, he's been up there for I don't yeah. So, you that's know, a good th- point. I mean, it, it, like we all know how good right. he's been this year. Right. But see, I look, say, I think he's been all pro good. I, I think he may Personally. be. If you're talking yeah. about two guys, you yeah. know, and he well, you know, he Daniel Hunter, T.J. Watt. Yeah. There, there's some good ones. Out yeah. Bradley Chubb was having a hell of yeah. a year too yeah. with yeah. the Dolphins yeah. before yeah. he got yeah. hurt. And, you know, Watt, Chubb, Watt yeah. they're, they're both in the AFC as well, you mm-hmm. know. But I, I got to believe, Josh, as I, as I say that, I'm convincing myself that he's <laughs> a hopeful yes. right now. Also, Christian Kirk with the practice window opened oh, yeah. up uh, could be big for the Jags. Uh, obviously, we'll have all uh, ears and eyes on uh, Doug today speaking at 1035. Yes. Any updates on Trevor Lawrence? And John Osher will come by in hour number two today. Have a great show. Thank you, Dan. All right, Mike Dempsey getting ready for Jaguars today. Now, today's takeaways brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. Jeff! The uh, Pro Bowl this year will be announced in great secrecy. If you try and search when it might be, when the the players might be announced, uh, you'll you'll just get shunned there. The NFL is ghosting us when it comes to their all-star level players. E. Caitlin Clark is him. (laughs) 
or her. <laughs> like she, she the real deal for real. I like it. I like it. Well, all right, that's a hump day edition. He a hibbity hibbity. Hibbity hop hip hump day. <laughs> Back at you tomorrow.